Welcome back to another live show with Mr. Bet on You. Happy Sunday. I hope you are well. Hope you're safe. Hope you're making money if you're out. And let's get the show started. Now, last week, obviously, we did not have a show because we were on vacation. So it feels like it's been a while, right? A couple of weeks, but it feels longer than that. It's it's a very odd feeling. I don't know. I don't miss many Sundays. We've missed a, only a couple. And uh, very, very, very happy to be back. Vibes are high, in a good mood. Um, we're in the bet on new basement, ready to give you guys a good show. Got a couple juicy topics, got some updates for you guys, and we'll see where the show takes us tonight. Appreciate everybody for spending time with me. Hit that thumbs up on the way in. It's free. That's all I ask tonight. Hit the thumbs up. All right. So a lot has ha- I feel like a lot's happened in the two weeks since the last time we went live, like just a lot, right? With DoorDash and YouTube, but like, just, we're going to keep it to DoorDash, like, a lot has happened. Announcements and celebrations of 10 years and giving away $10,000 to drivers and these new programs that are implementing crazy stories that media are running, whether it's Daily Dot, Inside Edition, ABC News, um, TikTok's going viral. Like This isn't anything new, but I'm going to bring up two particular things that I saw over the last week, week and a half. And we're going to talk about them. We're going to dissect them. I'm going to get you guys' opinion on those things. And we'll see where tonight takes us. So appreciate everybody for being here. Let me give some shout outs. Okay. Uh, Matthew, Ron. What up, Ron? Matthew, Jeff, Capital, Bud Soda, DoorDash, Rick 2.0, Nomadic, Giggy, Com, Mom, Sessy, What's Up, Steve, Ride, Share, Rodeo, Savvy, Shopper, Delivers, a.k.a. Holly Camp. Appreciate you. Charlene, what's up? What's up? Jerry, what up? Uh, let's see. Pedro Reacts. I know who that is. Qualia, hello. Always good to see you. Appreciate everybody for being in here. Now, Matt Dash, what up? Vic the Kid, what up? Tony the Driven Dad, what up? Um, I don't know what to expect from YouTube anymore because, like, I don't know. It's been weird. It's been it's been a weird place, right? But we're here. So, two stories. Obviously, the one that most of us know. Okay, the driver delivers a pizza delivery. He shames the consumer for leaving a five dollar tip. I mean, absolutely absurd. That's in the news, right? I'm going to bring up, actually, when you Google DoorDash, because I do it sometimes because I'm curious, right? And we have some GigCon updates coming as well. So we'll get in that in a minute. Um, when you Google DoorDash, okay, this is what pops up. Let me let me go in here real quick. Hold on. Okay. I think you guys can see it. Okay. The first thing is there, but then look at these stories. Okay. First story, DoorDash driver criticized after confronting customer about tipping him $5 on a $20 order. Next story, DoorDash. 10-year March dominance, yeah, but the one here, DoorDash driver asks customers for an extra tip. If you click on that, look at this. DoorDash driver asks customer for an extra tip you could spare. Ask him if could they spare an extra tip after they already tipped $11. Let me blow this up for you guys. Hold on one second. Let me go back on my stream yard. I want to show you. This isn't anything new. We know that, right? We know it. We know it. Look at this. Look at this. Can I get it bigger? There we go. It's full screen, right? Is it full screen? There we go. I'm a little in this corner. Uh, let me see a little, little. Okay, there we go. Look at, I mean, what kind of drivers are out here working for DoorDash? Look at this. I'm going to pull up the text message. I'm not going to spend long on this, but I want to, I have opinions. I want to talk. Okay. Let me see. Let's go here. Um, let's see if I can't find this for you guys. Story continues. Here we go. So there's a text communication. 
Yeah, I'm still waiting on your order, says the driver. Sorry about that. They're just really busy here. Customer says, sorry, I just saw your message. I appreciate that you let me know. Okay, that, that's about where the conversation should end. Driver says, I just received your order. I had to contact DoorDash, so I'll be there shortly. I appreciate and any extra tip you could spare, but I'm on my way. So basically, they're asking for an extra tip. I'm assuming, I'm assuming because they had to wait. Okay, that's what I'm assuming. Like, what do y'all think? What do you guys think about that? Asking consumers for more money. Now, DoorDash tells us we can do that. They, they, they say we could, like, they're not going to deactivate you for asking, okay? At least they shouldn't. But is that tasteless? Is it cringy? I mean, if, <laughs> why are, what, the entitlement, and the, the, the title of tonight's video, tonight's live, how much should DoorDash drivers expect to make? How much do we expect to make? Really anything. Uber, DoorDash, if you're doing rideshare, you're making a little bit more than food delivery. You are, mostly. But we're going to put them all in one basket. How much do we expect to earn for this type of work? I think some of us expect less or more than others, depending on your lifestyle, your market, how much you work, um, how long you've been doing this. The expectations are going to range, right? I mean, it seems like, you know, DoorDash tells us on average for active time, DoorDash drivers make 25 bucks an hour. I do think that is actually accurate. You guys won't like that I say that, but if you consider active time, I think a lot of drivers do make that active time. It doesn't mean in totality, but I think that that's actually pretty accurate when you look at when you take the average, right? Rideshare is probably a little bit more, 28, 29, something like that for active time. A lot of drivers are making 15, maybe less. DoorDash has the earn by time, which in my market right now is 16 bucks an hour. I've seen it as low as 11. I've seen it as high as 25 if there's peak pay, but I digress. How much should we be expecting to make? What is the expectation for the level of job that we're doing for the skill that we're providing? Now, we're in our cars. We're doing this. We're doing that. I get it. What is that number? I want you guys to put it in the chat right now. What's your number? What do you think the average is? What do you think's fair? Should all drivers make the same? Should we all just make the same? If every driver in St. Louis should, we're doing the same work. Now, we're providing levels of service that's better than others and worse or better. But should we all make the same? Should everybody in St. Louis make 25 bucks an hour? Should everybody in Cali make 30? Should all the drivers in New York City make 32 on average? What is the number? For the type of work we're doing, are some of us expecting too much? We deliver a pizza like that fucking clown. Oh, nice $5 tip for a nice house. That guy got deactivated and he deserved it. The more drivers that we have out here and the more stories, because all the media stories are negative and they talk about tips. I've talked about it. No tip, no trip. Still stands. I'm not going against that. We should never deliver to people knowingly. They don't tip us. That's my opinion. Love or hate me for it. It's okay. You can have your opinion. You can't make money if you do that too often. It's a fact. Okay. It's just the, the way the apps work. It's a fact. But at what point are we going to stop confronting feeling entitled, shaming customers for leaving a $5 tip. I had some comments saying, Pedro, $5 tip's not a good tip. Are you serious? For one for one pizza or $20 worth of food, a $5 tip is appropriate. I'm sorry it is. Some consumers will tip less. Some consumers will tip more. There's nothing wrong with a $5 tip. I don't care who you are. 
If that if that customer's house is too far from you, you, you can't you, you can you don't take the order. If it's 15 miles and it's only paying you 725 on the app, or even if it's maybe 10 bucks, if it's out of your way and it's going to take you 40 minutes from beginning to end, you are a clown for taking it. DoorDash might be a clown for take for putting it out into the DoorDash world. The consumer might be a clown for tipping or not tipping or not knowing where they live, whatever. But the buck stops with you, DoorDash driver. Hit the climb, keep it pushing. If it's not worth your time, don't accept it and then shame the consumer. If you're waiting at a restaurant for too long and you're you're asking for, can you spare more money for a tip? Huh? What? It's crazy to me. Now, if you do good service and you do the right things, you might get a good tip. Whatever it is, what it is. Some customers, when I say I'm waiting or this or they got extra instructions, they'll say, hey, I'll tip you more on the app. Guy did it the other day. Threw me an extra five bucks. He added a tip after I dropped it off. He already tipped like six. I didn't ask for it. He did it because I got there quick. I, it was I was quick to the China King. I was close to the China King. They had the food ready. It took maybe five minutes from when I accepted it to when I handed him the bag. He goes, damn, that was fast. I've never. And he lived really close. He goes, I've never had a delivery that fast from that place. It's like, yeah, I was really close, man. They were ready. Boom, y'all have a good night. This was a Friday night. So that order paid me like $18 total. But I'm not going to add, if I'm at a restaurant and I'm waiting, I'm not going to ask the customer to give me more money. We've seen, I've made videos. We've seen correspondence between consumer and drivers where I'm waiting a long time. I just got my brakes done. Can you, it's really, it's really tough out here. Can you, can you give me more of a tip? Man, I think that's really bad. Now, some of you will say, well, we got to blame the apps. You got to pay us more. Maybe you're right. Some would say the consumer's got a tip. Every day, everything's got to be $10 or less or more. It's not realistic for the type of work that we do. It's just not realistic. What should we be making as food delivery drivers? You can even say, hey, what should we be making as we work at McDonald's? Minimum wage has gone up in fast food. Some people like it. Some people don't like it. Some people think that that's a minimum wage job. You should. It's entry level. If you work at McDonald's, you should be making 20 bucks an hour as a high school kid. Where do you stand with that? Fast food restaurants, not always easy work, but should they be making 20 bucks? Should we be making, should we expect more than a $5 tip for a one piece of delivery? I don't think so. Just don't. And I do this, I do this for work. That's how I make money. But shaming the consumers. Listen, I'll call a customer a clown if they're ignorant. I'll do that all day long. But I've never confronted a customer. I've never asked them for more money in a text message correspondence. I've never delivered something and said, wow, nice house. Should have tipped more. Oh, $5. And been like condescending and passive aggressive and then cursed a customer out. That's bad. Makes us look bad. We are becoming our worst enemies out here. I think the media, I think consumers are looking at us and they're looking at us like the clowns now in some regards. I really think that. What do you guys think? How much should we be making doing this type of work? You tell me. Let's read some comments. Lactose intolerant vibes. LOL. I don't know what that means, Hannibal. I don't know what it means. I would love to get a tip. Ha, ha, ha. 7.75 is fine with me. Yeah, if the mileage is right, nothing wrong with that. Not worth losing the job. We don't say Cali here. <laughs> Leftover pizza is nasty unless it's cold and in the morning. Shout out to my boy Hannibal. Uh, Dexter McStuffin says, clown, clown, clown. Okay, who's the clown? I think customers should not be forced to tip because they are being charged a lot. Yeah, you can't force a tip. I agree with that 100%, Javier. We should not be forcing tips. I got a $55 tip tonight. Ooh, Holly, nice. I bet it was on Dumpling, Instacart. Probably not DoorDash, but 
That's a fantastic tip. Holly, you're right. 175 an hour. What are you talking about? Not too bad. Okay, hold up. 25 an hour minimum. I can rock with that. If we're using our automobiles, yeah. I think in most areas, you know, that's about what I make at, at the lower end for me most of the time, right? 30 bucks an hour says Bud Soda Daughter Strix says $30 an hour. Juan says 30 bucks an hour. Right here, Rodeo says $150 an hour. Uh, he has to be uh, uh, trolling me right now because this work is not worth 150 bucks an hour. Uh, 3000 a month or what depends on how much you make. Okay. So I'm seeing 25, 30s. Okay. Okay. $5 was a good tip a year and a half ago. What does that mean, Mad Mapper? So if you order one pizza, how much do you think the consumer should pay for one pizza total? So if you're saying they should tip more than five bucks, you're saying if they order that through DoorDash, that pizza is going to cost 45, 40 to 45 bucks. No, I don't agree with that. Cynthia, 30 bucks an hour. I am so special. I want $20 tips. Okay. Okay. What up, Dasha Bench? How you doing? Driven says, FYI, on my live stream, we determined that cold leftover pizza is a top five breakfast food. Absolutely. I agree with that statement. It was DoorDash. Oh, nice. LOP program coming in clutch. LOL Panhandle if you want to ask people for money. Okay. So a lot of interesting things. $75, my highest tip with DoorDash. That's what's up. Daphne says $20 an hour during breakfast, less lunch, $30 an hour during dinner. I like that. So $25 average. I can get down with that. I think in some markets, that's going to be hard. In other markets, St. Louis, bigger cities, good markets, good consumers. Um, I think that's very doable, especially if you're running multiple apps. I think it's very doable. I really do. Right. But we have to realize most drivers that come into this are still really new. Don't really know. Taking a lot of things, not knowing the mileage can matter as far as where it leaves you. It's a really important indicator when you're doing food delivery. Sometimes it's not miles to money. It's where does it leave me? Do I have to drive all the way back? Am I going to, is the next offer going to come quickly? Am I around things? Am I going to have to drive back to where I was at? Because then that doubles the miles, but forget about the miles. Time is the equation here when we're talking about making your money quickly, especially if you're breaking it down per hour or whatever, or how much do you expect to make in the day? If you give the apps eight to nine hours a day, which is Eight to 10 hours is what most normal people work as far as the W-2. If you're full-time, you're working eight to 10 hours a day, eight, uh, 40 to 50 hours a week, depending on your work. How much do you expect to make in that time frame? 150, 200, 250, 300? If you're out for 10 hours, are you making 300 bucks? Is that about where you want to be? The entitlement with DoorDash drivers is getting crazy. Maybe I'm to blame. No, I'm Mr. No Tip, No Trip. I am Mr. No Tip, No Trip. It is what it is. I'm still going to stay with that. But maybe it's me. Maybe it's fellow content creators telling you guys, be cherry pick, be this, be that, da, 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 la, 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 miserable clowns. These people suck. Don't deliver. Maybe I'm to blame. I'll take that. I can live with that. But to see these videos and all these news stories, they're all negative. And they're, the tip people are getting tired of it. Hannibal's Hungry's made various, very, very good videos talking about the tipping culture in America. I did a video two years ago talking about the history of tipping in America, how it started. Many of you didn't know that. Yeah, I would challenge you to go back and watch that video. I did a little research. Give you a history lesson of the history of tipping, why a lot of people don't tip. It's because of the history of tipping in America. We are one of the only countries that does that does tipping the way it does. Other, other countries and other people laugh at us. The majority of the population in this world do not tip. It's not even a word. It's not a word that they use. We use it every day based on what we do because that's how the system is set up here in America. I don't hate it, but it's getting 
the tipping point. We're at the tipping point. Consumers, inflation, recession, with all these words, people are tired of that little iPad coming around and tipping $5 for crazy things, right? It goes beyond food delivery. And I think people are just kind of done with it because the level of service overall in a lot of sectors has gone down, but the price has gone up and expectations have gone up. And we are all consumers, right? I would imagine the 150 of you that are here, hit the thumbs up if you don't mind. I imagine you guys are tippers. When you go out, you tip we should. It's what we do. We understand that level of work that the other person is providing, the service. But most consumers, man, they're just like, just bring me my food. And don't beg for a tip. Don't text me about a tip. Like, I tipped you already. That's that's my point here. We should be dealing with consumers that are already tipping us and valuing our time. And we're asking them to do even more. Are we willing to do more? Or are we? do we just feel entitled to make 30 bucks an hour to deliver pizza? Is that right for the type of work we're doing? We are providing a service that is in high demand. People want goods and services delivered to their home and they want it fast. The demand will always be there. But should we be making more money than a teacher? Should we be making more money than some police officers? Should we make more money than somebody that has a a skill that they pay to go to school for? I don't know. I'm asking you guys. I don't have the answers. I'm asking y'all. Let's read some comments. What up, Trader? You traders in the house? Let me put some comments up on the screen. I'm going to read them on the big. Read them on the big board. Let's put them up. Uh, A vape shop? For what? Oh, yeah. Tipping is everywhere. I'm telling you. I was, I took Ruby to brunch yesterday. Okay. We went to Panera. Okay. I saw a... I filmed it, but I haven't put the short out yet. A little iced caramel latte. That's exactly what it was. 16 ounce iced caramel latte sitting in the delivery thing. There was four of the bags there. When I go into stores, I look because that's it is what I look at the times. Like, oh, I wonder how long that's been there. Like, mm. had been there maybe five minutes. The receipt said eleven dollars. Eleven dollars. And that was probably, I don't know if it was with the tip and the fee. I don't even know. They could have. They probably paid more with that than that. That's probably just the fee and then the drink itself. This is a, a latte, iced latte. No, it wasn't iced. It was a latte. It was hot. It was one of them foam things, right? With a little thing around it. Eleven bucks, sixteen ounce drink. If that person left the tip on the DoorDash app, they paid twenty dollars for that damn coffee. It's absurd to me. But the demand's always going to be there. How much is enough? How much is enough? Let's see. Pedro might be unmonetized, but he's still bringing that fire. Listen, I will always bring the fire. I started this channel not monetized. I'll, if I need to end this channel not monetized, either way, you guys are getting content. All right. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Want to want to Panera? I want to read some comments. Just finished with four sixty-five and eleven hours. Nice day, Ghost. Absolutely amazing. Congratulations. Go have yourself a Beer and relax. Panera is huge here, too. It's very, very big hockey PNC. Mad Dash, what's up? Why should we make more than a Domino's delivery driver, let alone a teacher, etc.? Give up benefits for flexibility, pay equivalent. Mm, interesting. I never order for delivery. I make my own coffee. Listen, I want to tell you something right now. Coffees, people love coffee in America, right? It's good. I don't really drink a lot of coffee, but if you like it, you like it. It's fine. It's very addictive. Caffeine's addicting. 
We most people put sugar and all kinds of stuff, and it doesn't even it's not even coffee anymore, right? It, it's fine though. People like what they like. Um, one of the easiest ways there's been there's been studies on this. One of the easiest ways to cut back is your coffee and eating out and things like that. But if you cut back your coffee, how you drink coffee in the Starbucks and all that, you can save a lot of money. Giving you guys exactly some, some facts there. Exactly, Pedro. They charge so much. They think we get it. Yeah. Good point. Good point. Um, most I, some customers do. I think a large. I, I think I do think a fairly good amount of people do think that we get all those fees and all that stuff, and we do get some of that fee. The thing we have to remember is, DoorDash is charging the the, the restaurant a percentage fee for being on the app and then helping them generate sales, which I think is completely fine. We live in capitalistic country. You can run a business how you want and charge what you want. I, I don't care. Okay, and the business and most of the businesses actually are benefiting from this. They benefit through the pandemic and are going to continue to benefit, right? And they don't have to be on DoorDash, but maybe they have to be because it's the way the world is. But they're, they're taking a percentage of the sale of that. So if it's 50 bucks, right? DoorDash might get 10 of that or whatever, okay? It's just going to depend. The percentage will be from 10 to 20. The consumer's paying a service fee, delivery fee, a regulatory fee, all these fees. And then there's a tip. So the base pay that we get along with the tip, if there is a tip, the consumer is paying most of that. 90 to 100 percent of that is coming from the consumer. DoorDash's cost comes in with the marketing, running the platform, their labor, there's this, there's that. You know, sometimes they're going to lose money on orders if there's crazy peak pay, but whatever. So the consumer is paying for most of that. Right. They're, the consumer, most, of, most of what we make is actually coming from the consumer. DoorDash just decides how much of the percentage that they're getting from the consumer and the merchant that we're going to get. That's what the base pay is called. Just became a stripper. Ooh, Leo's a stripper. Nice. Make that money on that pole. Uh, let's see. You need to learn how DoorDash works because you don't know. Ooh, how don't I know? Tell me how I don't know. Give me a lesson, Laura. Gig Wars official. Red, what up? I probably spend 20 per day at Dunkin'. There's no way you spend $20 a day. So are you okay? Well, you know what? If you're spending twenty a day, and you're tipping a, a little bit each time, you're getting two coffees a day, aren't you? That makes sense because you hustle. Twenty dollars a day—that's a lot, Red. You're spending one hundred and forty dollars a week. We'll round up to one fifty. You're spending six hundred dollars a month. You're spending a car payment at Dunkin High, Dunkin Donuts. Think about that. Break it down. Break it down. But we all like our luxuries, right? But break that down. But Ray can afford it. Otherwise, you probably wouldn't spend it. But that's a lot of money, right? Three cold brews and tips. Wow, that's crazy. Red is run on Duncan. It's, I love it. Yes, she does. LOL. That's that's wild. Can't wait to see Red. Shout out to Red. Gig Wars official. Now, listen, I'm going to do a little bit of gig con talk for maybe two, three, four minutes, and then we'll get back into this. I'm going to open StreamYard Live link up. Now, um, let me see if I can't pull up. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me, let me close this. And can I close that one too? There we go. Okay. GigCon, right above my, my shoulders, just left shoulder. Right there. GigCon 2023, Denver. Man, we got a lot going on for y'all. We got a town hall the day after August 5th. Um, we have so much going on. I'm going to sprinkle in some things for you guys. I want to. If somebody in the chat can do me a favor, because it will take me too long. If you could put the link to the GigCon, if you go to my community page, 
there's a lot of I, I got it in there. If somebody could put a link in. I would really, really love you for that. I'll pin it at, at the top. Okay, so a few things I got finalized. So if you don't know, if you're new to this channel, we do get some new people here. Uh, GigCon is the third gig event, second one in person. Those, one of the other ones we did in October 2022 was a virtual con. We will be live August 4th and 5th in Denver, Colorado. I'm going to run down the list of influencers, special guests that are going to be there and a real snippet of what they're going to be doing. Now, you're going to have me there. I'm going to speak. I'm going to talk. We're going to talk about leveling up. I'm going to get it started off. Our sponsors, Move, Solo, Stuvo, um, a few others yet to be determined and coming. We have DoorDash Diaries, Mr. Bentley Coop, the OG of DoorDash content on YouTube. It is what it is. He is the OG. He is one of the OGs, okay? One of the biggest names on YouTube. We'll be there. Him and I will be doing a 15, 20, 25-minute roundtable discussion about the DoorDash, the state of DoorDash, what we think about DoorDash, the future of DoorDash, a one-on-one -on -one conversation. Can't wait for that. Louis Berti from Delivery TV, the really only Spanish language only channel on YouTube will be there to talk about the Spanish community, their concerns, what they got going on. Can't wait for that. Red and Gary Middleton from Middleton Technologies talking about the Gig Wars official app, Maximo, a driver utility helper. They'll have a table and booth there. Hannibal is hungry talking about pet sitting, giving you guys opportunities and sharing a newsletter. He will have a table there. Uh, Moose and Solo will have visual representations of their companies and what they can do for you. They'll have a table there. Holly, Savvy Shopping Delivers, will have a table there talking about dumpling and how to set up your own business. And that's what she does, right? Steve from Rashirodi will be in attendance. He's going to be there just mixing and mingling and networking with everybody, right? Dashing Trader, my man Dashing Trader, will be there live to do a live 20-minute tutorial on editing content, the software he uses, the cameras. Can't wait for him to do that. He's very passionate about that. What am I missing? Uh, bah, bah, bah. Tesla, Tony the Driven Dad, doing a self-driving mode in his Tesla. You can sign up for that at the event. He's going to take about four people out. Going to be amazing. Uh, we have a couple, we have a, a team named Team Hustle. Uh, a teenager named Jack's going to talk and speak about his business savvy and this company that him and his dad do. We're going to, you know, have that there. Um, plus, much, much, much more. That's just a little sprinkle for you guys. Oh, Van from Side Hustle Addict. He's out in Denver. He's going to be there all day. Meet and greet Van. I mean, just an amazing lineup of content creators. More to come possibly as we get the wheels going. So that's an update on GigCon. Appreciate that. Did somebody drop it in? I can't tell. I should have had that prepared, but it's been a busy day. Thank you, Tony. Let me pin this comment. Hold on. Let me put it there and let me see if I can't pin it. So you guys can check that out. But very, very, I'm sure I probably missed something, but very excited to bring all these wonderful human beings to you guys live. Oh, Sergio from Show Me the Money, uh, from Right Your Guy, Show Me the Money Club, doing a live Show Me the Money Club episode at GigCon at 1.30 that day. Live. He's going to broadcast live, talk to people. It's going to be amazing. I'm sure I'm missing some things, but it's going to be awesome. Uh, okay, so let me go ahead and pin that if I can. Um, let me see uh pin message thank you tony tony always coming in GigCon, can't wait what up ron b is nugs going to be there nugs is not going to be there me and him did talk about it when he was in st louis but he's got other things going on so he will not be able to make it in attendance hit that thumbs up for your boy let's get 200 people up in this piece um that's a hell no on the ride <laughs> nugs probably be there just to be there oh I, I would love if nugs could come so it's going, it's going down in Denver. Yes, it is going down in Denver. It is going down in Denver. 
Ooh, I like this. The problem is all these apps offering free delivery and DoorDash Uber Eats. Most of the no tip are from them. Maybe. I don't know if I believe that necessarily. Um, but offering free delivery, if I think it helps us sometimes, right? Because you want orders out there. You want to have opportunities, right? So if they don't offer that, sometimes it'll be really slow. You're not going to have anything hit your phone. So I disagree with that. I think offering a free delivery doesn't necessarily mean the order is going to be trash when it gets placed. But I hear what you're saying. But I don't agree with that. Bentley is hated by many. Bentley's fine. He's going to have a good time. I don't think Bentley is bothered by any one individual that hates on him. Uh, I think you, you do YouTube enough, you have a thick skin. I'm forming a pretty thick skin myself. I don't think it matters to the guys like us. No tippers are often scammers. That is true. Sometimes. Is it true that I'll be selling locks of hair at GigCon? Uh, you know what? I'll sell some hair if you guys want to buy it. Shit, I need some money. <laughs> you guys are great. Okay, so check that pin comment for the the um, the GigCon. Tickets are only $10. You get free lunch plus all that stuff. We got swag for days. I can't even name all the swag that we have. All kinds of shirts. I have these shirts right here. What I'm going to do, the next 10 people that purchase the ticket, and I'll see it because I get a notification. You're going to get a free shirt. You purchase a ticket, I'll message you right away. Ask your size. I got a box of shirts, two of them, actually, I'm looking at right now. These are the shirts. Okay. Not everyone will get a shirt. It's going to be exclusive, but I have enough for some amount of people. But get a ticket right now, $10. Basically get you a ticket in, free food, entertainment, all kinds of swag. We got shirts from Moves, from Solo, from, we got all kinds of stuff. We got these shirts. We got all kinds of cool stuff, guys. So make sure you guys get you guys a ticket. All right. So. I'm gonna let the, I'm gonna put the streamer link up. I'm gonna have one person on time that wants to come up. Let's see if we have anybody that's so interested in the Sunday show. Now, this is the question: How much should drivers be really making? Are we becoming too entitled? And what do you think about the drivers that are texting customers asking for more money? And what do you think about the driver? Give me, you know, I'm gonna give everybody about five minutes or less. What do you think about the driver that shamed the consumer for tipping five bucks? I'm gonna put the pin right now. I'm gonna put the link in. I have, well, I have, I bought a couple of, I got one, I got two, I got a lot of larges and extra larges because that's just how it works. I got a, a few double X's. I got one triple X, but that's for one individual. So yeah, those are the size. And I got smalls and mediums and stuff like that. I need a nice medium. Well, Hannibal's got a shirt. I already got a Hannibal shirt. I got it hanging up. I had to, uh, I have to like, with Hannibal, you know, he's kind of fancy. So I got to like iron it out and get like spray the cologne on. So when I hand it to him, it's like presented in a really nice manner. You know, I got I got a medium for you, brother. <laughs> Indiana is a whole state. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Medium, medium. Yes, yes. Show the guns. <laughs> All right. I love it. I love it. All right. Let me go ahead. I want to I want to get this stream here, Lincoln. Anybody's welcome. I'm going to do one person at a time. We're going to have I want to ask you those questions I just asked. And I want to give I want to hear your opinion on this. Because listen, I'll share mine right now. I think some of us are becoming a little entitled. I'll even put myself in that mix. And it's okay to feel like that. We, we're out here to make money. We're driving our car. It's not, it's not easy sometimes. It's, it's, it's hot. It's cold. It's whatever. We're doing a lot. I get it. Right? But there has to come a point where we understand what we're doing here. And what the company's value is at and your demographic values you at. And you have to the sense of reality has to kick in, right? If you're expecting to make $30 an hour every hour you go out, I don't think that's very realistic for the majority of us. I just don't. 
I don't think it's realistic. And if you're expecting somebody to tip more than $5 because they have a nice house and they ordered a pizza, like that's not reality. It's really not reality. Okay, let me pin this for you guys. Oh, there it is. Okay. So check out GigCon, y'all. Gig event of the year, town hall, right after the next day. Stay for that Saturday. Okay, we got House of Representatives, Stephanie Vijo. We have Steve Reicher Rodeo is going to moderate the town hall. We're going to have all kinds of people there, politicians, talking about legislation, the future, what the politicians need to know from actual gig drivers in Colorado. We're going to have that that next day. So this is really a two-day event for you guys, okay? Get your tickets, book your flight, get in the car. You're not going to want to miss this. Plus, you get to connect and network and all that good stuff. All right, let me share this with you guys. I'm not, I decided I'm going to take a pause on having 10 people all at once because all we do is talk over each other. And unless I have a really juicy topic, I'm going to pause on doing that just for a couple of weeks because I want to see how it works. Plus, sometimes when I bring people up, they're not ready sometimes, right? So let's see. Invite guest, copy. All right. So I'm going to pin this for you guys. Come in. I don't know how long I'll be on live tonight, um, but I do want to talk with you guys. Paste. All right. It is pinned. Jump in. The water feels good. Are drivers becoming too entitled? What's going on with the media? Are they running these stories? Because basically what it does is, and all these TikToks that go viral or YouTube, you have consumer and like people that don't like the tip versus the driver. And then the comments get bumping. The views go up. The clicks go up. The engagement goes up. Ad people like it because now they can put more ads in. Media outlets like it because that's what people want to see and hear. That's what's going on right now. Negative, 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 negative. DoorDash driver usually versus consumer that tipped or didn't tip. Right? My thing is don't even take the fucking order. Don't take the don't take it. And you don't have to worry about it. But if you take it, you got to you got to see it through. You got to just take care of it. Right. Mm. This whole entitlement. Read this one here. I didn't read it all yet. This whole entitlement thing has become way too much. Unfortunately, we've been deeply programmed to be complacent and entitled people. Mm, interesting. I don't necessarily disagree with that. I just bought my ticket. I'll ha- Listen, if you buy a ticket, I'm going to get an email and I will get you a shirt. Don't worry about that. All right, I see some people coming in. I see you guys. Everyone knows Bloodsoda gets the link early. <laughs> Bloodsoda does not get the link early. Everybody gets the link at the same time. So I see Cowboy Courier, Bloodsoda, Tony, the Driven Dad. Cowboy Courier was first. I'm going to let Cowboy Courier come up. Cowboy Courier, we got five minutes or less. I want to hear your thoughts, okay? I want to hear your thoughts. Let's bring up Cowboy Courier. Cowboy, how you doing, brother? Hey, I'm doing pretty well. You can hear me okay? I can hear you just fine. So what do you have on your mind about these two topics tonight? Um, well, I, you know, of, of course, there's no, like, broad, like, nationwide number I can say that, you know, this is what people should make dashing per hour. Because, like, you know, if, if somebody's only going to dash in, you know, say, downtown New York City, um, and they're only going to dash the dinner rush, Mm. They're going to have different hourly earnings than somebody who's dashing, you know, the midnight to 4 a.m. out in rural country. You know, it's going to be different. And, of course, cost of living is different in these different places. And so, you know, earning 25 bucks an hour in New York City is not going to be the same oomph in your life as earning, you know, 25 bucks an hour out in Mm. El Paso. 
Good point. Um, so, so I think it's just too broad of a brush to say like nationwide we should make this much. You know, I, I, I'll say if you're not making an amount that you are happy with on your average hour, um, you need to change something. And if you can't find the right combination to make it work in the gig space, then maybe the gig space just isn't working in your area. And, and maybe it is time to get back to WT, W2 land. Um, or, you know, just try other apps. I mean, oftentimes they're saturated and it's tough to get on a lot of different apps nowadays in different places. Um, but, you know, there's there's other options to explore. And so if you, if you can't figure, you know, and like, it's, a lot of people don't even try different zones around their, mm. their neck of the woods. You know, I live in a good zone. I drive through a good zone, 20 minute, 25 minute commute to get to an S tier zone. Mm. And that's where I dash. Mm. You know, and I, I figured out my sort of schedule across the course of the day. That's, you know, during certain hours, I'll hop into different zones that I know are busier and will eventually bring me back to my, my home turf. Um, my home zone has like a really high peak pay every night for the late night shift. And so if I want to continue dashing long into the night, you know, I can do it right around home and then just, you know, close it out. So what would you say to, to, to the people that aren't as seasoned as you or their market might not be as good or they only have one app that they can get on for whatever reason? To those drivers, whatever app, DoorDash, Uber, Rideshare, Instacart, whatever app that they're doing, are, are the gig workers, do we deserve to just make a fair wage, like a fair living? You know, think about what UPS has got going on right now, right? Like they, they're doing some strikes. The part-timers are trying to get their wage up to the full-timers because they do the same work. But UPS is saying, well, you know, you guys, you know, the, we look at you guys differently, whatever. So, you know, there's going to be strikes or there is a strike or there's a pending strike. Like, do you think food delivery, courier service, whatever, do you think we are underpaid? Should we be making more money? The ones that aren't maybe good like you and I, that are blessed with a good market, have a little bit of skill, been doing it a while. Do you think day one or week one or month one of a new driver or whatever, maybe you're a seasoned driver, not a great market, and you're still only making 12 bucks an hour and you haven't even taken care of your expenses yet. Do you think all drivers deserve to make no, more no, than they're making? No, I, I, I'd, say, I'd say that it's like reaching a journeyman skill level, you know? I mean, mm. When, you, when you've done it for long enough, you learn the places to go, the hot spots to be, the restaurants to avoid. You end up accumulating a blacklist of customers or delivery types. You know, you, you figure out what works for you, what doesn't, what works in your market, what places are slow, what types of orders might look appealing when you first look at the number. But when you look into the details of how it's actually going to go down, you realize that, no, this is actually just going to make a $15 hour for me if I take this. You know, th those are the things that you learn. And so, you know, if you just picked up a welding torch and went through a class and you're like fresh out of welding school and you haven't had any experience in the real world, you're not going to make the same amount as somebody who's been doing it for five years or eight years or 20 years. Mm. You know, I mean, there's no gig drivers that have been out here running DoorDash for 20 years at this point. But, you know, if you've, if you've been running it since the beginning... Yeah, you're gonna know your your shit a lot better than somebody who's just starting out. Yeah, and yeah. nothing is nothing is stopping those new drivers from learning those things. 
they just have to go through that learning process themselves. And so my, my advice to every new driver would just be to explore the area around you, find the, the, the different zones and the different hotspots, you know, figure out when different things are bumping. You know, if you look at like what times there is typically peak pay put in places, you know, that's an indication of like the driver saturation that typically happens week after week in those places at those times. You know, so, and yeah, if, if you go there, you'll get a lot of crap orders too. Yeah. Oh, you're going to give, you're going to give. Yeah. It's just because there's a ton of orders out there. Right. Right. Uh, more orders than there are drivers. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what peak pay is. I think most of the time. So, or there's anticipation of influx of orders coming in for whatever reason, weather, bad weather, whatever. So you think there should be a difference between pay. There should be a pay gap based on skill based on other factors you don't think we should have it to where everybody's kind of making a fair wage i guess you could call it right well i don't think that everybody should be making the same wage yeah got it you know i i think that there are and and like i don't make the same wage as i make from one day to the next from one hour you know i might have a great two o'clock on tuesday one week and the next week the two o'clock on tuesday i pick one order and make six bucks Right. You yeah. Know, it, that's, 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 the, that's what we do. I had a, I had a good week this week, but there was several hours in the, the three days that I worked throughout the sprinkled in here or there where I was like, man, okay, that hour I made 10 bucks. I did one order because the app wasn't yeah. going off a lot or what I saw wasn't good. And I was like, okay, I'll work on something else. I'm going to, you know, maybe grab a little snack or clean the car while I'm waiting on something good to come in because not every hour is going to be 25 to 30 bucks. You know, yeah. with, with ride share, I think dollar hour. Yeah. And then yeah. maybe a, a $60 hour and a half doing some tech goes. Exactly. Like, exactly. So it kind of balances out. Yeah. Yeah. I always look at, at the end of the week, the average for the total amount of um, dash time, not my active time. Because, I mean, if I'm out, it's time I'm working. I don't account for my commute because, you know, I, well, first of all, I dash along the way all the time, anyways. Um, Actually, I dash along the way everywhere I go, so that actually adds a lot of like empty hours to my active time. But sure. I, you know, I I pretty consistently hit a number that I'm happy with, and you know, if I work 40 hours in a week, you know, I, I optimize the hours that I'm going to be dashing, and I make yeah. you know X amount, and I'm I can be happy with it, and I know that okay, if I want to push it this week, and I want to do 80 hours this week, I know that those extra 40 hours aren't going to double. The amount that I make because right. I'm going to be dashing right. during off time. You're going to dash during off time. Yep. yep. But I, I kind of like, you know, I've figured out what works and where to go and how to optimize these things to try and, you know, push those rates up. And it's all just been a process of learning, exploring, and, you know, some weeks, you know, doing what I know works and other weeks saying, like, okay, now, now this week I'm going to kind of play around and do some different things and see what I can pick up you know, over here and see if there's maybe something I can learn an opportunity. I haven't found yet because I'm, you know, I don't want to keep doing the same thing, even though it's working and I'm happy with it. I might be missing out on, you know, like recently I figured out what time the, the same days are dispatching from this pet code that's, you know, been giving me some really great orders lately. So I know that if I can kind of get myself over there, I run the, the chance of getting one of these bangers that, you know, they go out after the lunch break, you know, and so it's like kind of a dead time, but like, hey, if I can get one of these, that's going to push that time block that's ordinarily not a high performing 
space, but this is this is just stuff you learn. And it and, comes with it comes with time, you know, and it comes with learning your market. And I, I believe a lot of markets are very different. But let me add a couple of career. I want to ask you one more question before I get to the next uh, few guests. I got a few people waiting, but I sure, want to get your sure. real quick answer on this. Now, do you believe do you think do you think it's OK? Just yes or no. And a quick explanation. Do you think it's OK for a, a, a driver, food delivery driver to text a customer asking for more money? What do you say to that? I'll say that it's going to depend situationally. The way that that driver handled it, you know, swearing at the customer, God damn, never, ever swear at a customer, disrespect them like that. But I have, I have said to a customer, you know, I've had customers say, hey, thank you for delivering. And it's like, you didn't hit me. So I say, you know, hey, partner, we both know that there's a better way to thank me. And I've had customers tip me after the fact, after saying that. You know, and, and I've, I've, you know, pre-negotiated with customers picking up from Home Depot where it's like, hey, this is a really intensive order and I'm being offered eight bucks to do this. If you can guarantee me an extra, you know, $40 cash, I will get this to you. But otherwise, I'm not taking it and probably nobody else will. And I've had that work. I've, I've, I've negotiated with a customer before. Got it. Got it. Well, I appreciate you. But as far as just being like, no, man, you fucking cheapskate. Mm-hmm. You, you, you wasted my time. It's like, no, you know, don't, don't take the delivery if it is worth it to you in the first place. Exactly. You know, like, and any no tip orders that I take, they're always like super short mileage or part of a stack. Nowadays, you can't see what's in the stack. So I know they changed that. I haven't talked about that yet. I just realized that. Oh, yeah. Really oh yeah. You know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll throw <laughs> one extra little thing in there that I think is kind of ridiculous. The whole um, you can now unassigned penalty free yeah. thing that uh-huh. it only comes up when you're in a stack. If you have a stack, and thanks to the fact that you can't tell which order is the paying one. Or if they're both paid, you can't see the the monetary tricky, deficit. right? What you know, what the difference yeah, is so going to be? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So like, and either way, like the customer, the other customer's food might have already been sitting in your know, car for right. ten minutes. Yeah. At that point, it's like, no, I'll hang on for another. It might be five, might be ten more minutes, and then it turns out that that customer was the clown who didn't tip you. Yeah, and it's like I've never used the penalty free unassigned. You know, I, I if you. I if I commit to a stack, I'm committed to that stack now. That's just my new law. I hear I hear that. Well, Cowboy Curry, I appreciate you, man. I'm gonna get yeah, to the man, next few guests. It's been a, a pleasure. Hey, your your little girl is. She's. I gotta looking, show her, man. I gotta show her. Yeah. That's why we do. <laughs> that's why we do what we do, man. Pedro yeah, loves absolutely. the kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> All right, brother. Absolutely. Have a good night. Hey, cheers, partner. All right. All right. So. We're going to get, I got Bud Soda, Driven Dad, Matrix waiting. Ruby, say hi. Tell, show, tell the people how old are you going to be in, a, in one week? How old? Can you yeah. show? Oh, no, no. Show them. Go like this. Go two. Like this. Say He's going to be two. Yeah. Ah, say two. Okay. Say good night. Love you. Bobby's got to pay the bills. Well, not anymore, but kind of. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. All right. That's a good little, little break, right? Good little, good little break. Puts things into perspective. All right. So um, I see Bud Soda. He was next in the Driven Dad and the Matrix. Now, Bud Soda, five minutes. Let's go. There's the man, the myth, the legend. 
What's up, man? How you doing? All right. Um, so, so give me give me your thoughts I, on the topics at hand. When I said thirty an hour, um, I did not mean that. Like, as far as thirty an hour, as far as we're entitled to it, I meant that's what we should strive to earn as business people. Yeah, I get it. No, business. there's no there's no right or wrong answer. Yeah, go ahead. I, I get it. There, I get there's it. there's big variables like y'all were saying. You know, you you made six one hour, you made ten one hour. I mm-hmm. sat around for four hours total the other day, and my average was just below 15 an hour, which is the minimum wage here, which is yeah. terrible. So yeah. it, it widely depends. It varies. I mean, obviously, I have very lofty goals, but, um, you know, I, I did make $400 uh, two Fridays ago for the first time in a long time, now that I do have access to read. So that that's a positive. But as far as Begging customers, no, we shouldn't. But at the same time, like he was saying, you can negotiate if it's like a long wait, it's far away. But you got to be very professional about it. For me, I have a personal client. So I have renegotiated minimums. And otherwise, this is, you know, if I'm shopping for you, I go to Sam's Club or whatever for them to get uh, stuff for their business. You know, it's just 20% most of the time, unless it's a small order. So if I have to go to X place, $10 minimum, I have to go to Y place, it's further away, it's a city, it's a $20 minimum. So, so let me can... ask you a question, Bud Soto. Yeah, so go ahead. the driver, and I know you saw it, he goes to the house, it's a nice house, he's, he's delivering, I think like some breadsticks and like a salad or something, right, from a pizza place. She tips him five bucks. We don't know the mileage. We don't know how long he waited. You know, those things are factors, but we don't know that information. Okay. But we know that the lady tipped five bucks and, you know, it's a good tip, 22% or something like that. That's a good tip. What do you, how, how did it make you feel when you saw that video? What was your first reaction to, to seeing that? You need a dirtbag and scaring away good customers like that. Customers mm. would tip you five bucks every single time are worth their weight in gold. I mean, on a normal small order. Yep. I mean, if they're tipping five bucks on, 300 bucks for stuff you have to wait half an hour for okay that's a slap in the face but right. like on an ever, on a normal average order you get our prey that's most of your customers because that's how we really make our hustle and our make our money so like i i really don't like that because it scares more people away or they won't tip it anymore i've had customers where like maybe i take a couple of days off they ordered in between they get me and all of a sudden, instead of 20%, tip of 10%. And it's mm-hmm. like, oh, what happened? And they were like, you know, I was like, I'm like, I hope your last experiences have been good. And, you know, happy to have you again. And sometimes customers spill their guts saying, oh, my last answer was rude. Didn't use a bag. Yeah. My stuff is cold. Like it's been sitting in AC. So we got to think about how professionally we handle these things. A lot of people are so unprofessional about this that it's not even funny. So just stop being unprofessional hacks, guys. Like, don't be rude. Don't act entitled. Yes, I can get, it can get frustrating when you have the, when the restaurant's 20 minutes behind and the order only pays out six bucks. Yeah. So, well, and that's part of it, but you know, that's part of, it is frustrating, but it's part of, it's part of the work that we do. And we, we can unassign for the most part, if we need, you know, we, we still have that ability, but we have to also understand that, if the, if the restaurant's 20 minutes slow, that's not the customer's fault, right? Like, yeah. we've all well, ordered so like before. He, like, like, it's he not... said, 
Go ahead. Like Cowboy was saying, though, if we're on a double, let's say just it's paying out 14 bucks, we don't know if that one customer is $12 and the other customer is 2 And mm-hmm. if we drop the one that's weight and we have to only get the two, how much more mad are you going to be about it? So yeah. we have to just commit and take that gamble, which really sucks that they're playing those kind of games with us. But I get it. They want $2 delivered. It is what it is. It, it started getting a lot more common. And just yeah. before I got deactivated, like my completion rate one day was all the way down to 81% because they just kept adding a $2 to a really good customer. And I just kept throwing them out. You know, yeah. if, if they were going to the same exact location, I kept it. And that's how bad it was. Now it's 90%. So you can't really even play that game anymore, which yeah, we're in a pet yeah. contract. We agreed to stop. We agreed to do it. So, you know, what's, you know, what? I want to share, I want to share something with you. Um, I did. I'm going to pull up my dasher. I want to see how many deliveries yeah. I did. It, t- take a take a while. I worked three days this week. How many deliveries do you think I did? I, I had the app on for 28 hours. I worked for 24 or no, 25. How, how many deliveries do you think I did this week? No, I had the app on for 28. I worked 22. So how many deliveries do you think I completed? Okay, I think you did at least 25. How deliveries? 25? Yeah. Hold on. I, I just told you I had the I had the app on for 28 hours and I worked 22. And you think I only did 25 deliveries? Okay. Oh, I thought you meant oh sorry. I thought you said 22 total. 28 total? Oh, I'd say you 28? did at least 35 then. Okay. <laughs> Y'all gonna hate me for this one. Okay. I did 70 deliveries in three days i was grinding and you know what i didn't deliver to one non-tipper the one stack i had that was papa john's there wasn't a tip on one of them but he handed me seven dollars in cash i did 70 deliveries not one of them was a non-tipper that's maybe call that luck i don't know yeah it's super rare you got lucky i'll say that (laughs) uh, yeah and i also didn't see i didn't see one two dollar order hit my screen I saw three $3 orders all week. Three. Yeah. I delivered about four or five $4 ones, maybe four or five $5 ones. My I, I, average I, was $12 an order was my average. Not one I, non-tipper. I was happy to say that. I felt really good about that week. because well, Mostly because I didn't deliver to somebody that didn't tip me. It was pretty It was pretty awesome. I just wanted to share that with you. I know you can appreciate the numbers. Yeah, and, you know. yeah, oh yeah. Uber's base pay is really bad for stacks. So, mm-hmm. you know, DoorDash is not so hot now either. So, like, I took 350 add-ons just because when I did finally get an order, like, I want to make every penny I can in one trip. It sucks to do that, but if it's literally going the same place or almost next door practically, like, 0.2 miles, like, mm-hmm. may as well. I don't like doing that, but that customer still tipped two bucks. They still tipped something on a small order. Yeah, so, and, and that's my point. I'm glad you said that because I want to get to the next guest, but I, I appreciate you coming on. But I'm glad you said that. We have to, everybody should know their worth and we're all going to have different worths. So right now I see the Driven Dad, the Matrix. I see Rideshare Rodeo all co- getting ready to come on. And they all work in different, well, mostly work in different markets, but they have different levels of, hey, I will accept this. I won't accept that. I'm not, you know, I'll do a $4.25 going a mile depending on the time of day. It works for me. Other people might not. That's okay. Right. But I also know that that consumer probably tipped two bucks. 
maybe I'm picking up a Happy Meal. I'm fine with it. I don't like it's okay. It's about the thought, right? Yeah, two dollars. Like it is what it is, right? We can't be mad at a consumer for tipping five dollars for a pizza. We can't. And I realize no. times are different now, but if we're going to scare away consumers like that, at the end of the day, it's going to it's going to hurt us. It's not good. I don't that, think that all we'll have is that. a zero and two dollars. So exactly. that'll be even worse exactly. for us. So exactly. we don't want that to happen, guys. Like, let their by time drivers. No offense to anybody who does it. Like, pick up those smaller orders, and we can yeah. just focus on yeah. the bigger stuff. Well, because you know, for me, my average order was eleven dollars and some change this week on DoorDash. That's not bad for me. My mileage was three dollars on average, and I was making eleven dollars plus for three miles. That's pretty damn good. Now that's the average because I had some runs that were thirty bucks for nine miles. 20 bucks for a mile. I did a couple that were 10 bucks for eight miles because it was some highway and it's 2 p.m. and it's slow and I like the cash flow. But you ha- as long as your average works out and you're dealing with good consumers that are tipping you, and I did that this week. I didn't have one person that did not leave me a tip. I felt good about that. Now, a little bit of luck's involved, but I also believe that I'm not seeing a lot of trash. And there's other reasons for that. We won't get into that. But, um, yeah. but so to yeah. hate, man, I appreciate you. I'm going to get a couple more people on. Um, I'm glad to hear your, 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 seems like you're doing better. Seems like you're doing okay. I'm glad to see you on the Sunday show tuning in. Um, we got to figure, if I, if I win the lottery, if that, (laughs) if that happens in the next couple of weeks, I'm going to get, figure out a way to get you to Denver. Okay. That's my promise. If I win the lottery, I will fly you to Denver. That's my promise. I said it. I said it on YouTube. Okay. All right. Take care guys. Have a good one. All right, the infamous Bud Soda. Love him, hate him. It's Bud Soda, right? He is an OG. All right, I got the Driven Dad up next. I see some people waiting. Um, Who else is there? I see Vic the Kid. All right, be patient, guys. I'm going to get you guys in, but I want to give you my one-on-one time tonight because I I wanted to go in that direction. Five bucks is great. Yeah, listen, listen. Yeah, and everybody has – listen, you know what's great about being – doing this kind of work is we get to set our, our price kind of. Some apps, it's harder to do that than others, right? But we get to set our price a little bit, okay? So if you see something you don't like, I just need you to not take it. But a $5 tip for a pizza is not bad. It's just, it's not. It, it It's just not bad. A lot of consumers are leaving a dollar tip or no tip or $2. Like a $5 tip is a good tip. It, it really is, guys. I, I really, I, I stand by that, right? Okay, so let's bring the driven dad in. Let's see if he's ready. Tony, are you with us, my friend? I'm here. What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What are your thoughts on the topics tonight, Tony? All right. So as far as what do I think we should get paid, I think that the question is more appropriate is if we should have full transparency on offers. So what's... (laughs) So let's first let me first let me ask you because I think that's a great thought. Let me ask you in your market, what do you feel is fair for the line, the type of work that you do? Not what you make, but what do you think? You know, right. what's what's your bottom? You know, what like if you start <laughs> making less than this amount, would you consider like okay, hold up, I can't continue, to, I can't make less than this amount. What what is that number in your market? No clue because. I have had some really rough weeks in the past and I'm still Mm. here Mm. because I know that, you know, every week's not going to be the greatest week, but 
you're not going to have, at least in Denver, you're not going to have a bunch of down weeks. There's so many options out here to work in the gig economy. Mm -hmm. But I just, I don't like to put a, an hourly employee mindset on the way that I work. I mean, you're looking more like you're looking at your week or you're looking at your month, right? Right. I might report like on YouTube, I made this much per hour Mm -hmm. because those are the things that people are wanting to see and Mm -hmm. click on. But that's not my mentality. I don't think, oh man, I only made $4 this hour and um, now I got to quit the gig economy because this hour sucks. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right, right. We, we would all have to quit if that because we've all had that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, trends of what, what times are the best, what times are not the best, and for which apps to work. But to say that I there to be a fair wage or or mm-hmm. a minimum pay or an hourly rate. I just don't want to go down that path because that means, you know, you're pretty much setting your floor and ceiling pretty low. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if there are generous people out there that want you to do um, a service for them and they're willing to pay for it, like why should we cap what their generosity is? Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, you just have to learn your the economy that you're in and your market and how it flows, how the money flows, and put yourself in the middle of it when it's flowing the best. So let's let's talk about the transparency since you brought it up. Let, let's right. dig into that a little bit. Why why is that important to you? Why do you think that gig workers deserve that? Well, if there were transparency, then gig workers would be more educated on offers coming in through their phones so they could determine if they're making a good decision or not. So that guy that not that he's justified in what he said to that person, that's something that you would say to yourself in your car, in my opinion, if you're Mm going to have that attitude. Mm -hmm. But um, if he had full transparency i don't know if that was a doordash or uber eats or grubhub but i think it was doordash because the bag was red but i don't uh-huh. know 100 i don't know 100 because right. i he, i mean he i deliver doordash doordash's and grubhub. exactly, grubhub. exactly. <laughs> yeah me too but I, I, yeah, in yeah. in any case if, unless it was grubhub um the full payout on that transparency is very unlikely for him to know 100 mm-hmm. percent, mm-hmm. and um so if he had full transparency and he knew how much DoorDash was paying him and how much the customer is paying him, maybe if he's not um, an accept everything kind of person, he could have cherry picked out of that one. But maybe that restaurant that he picked up from was like a restaurant that typically people tip a lot higher than $5. Could have been, and 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 I'm sure the information is out there as far as what city or market he was in. But in, you know, the neighborhood, maybe that neighborhood is known for tipping really well, and that's why he made the comment of, "Oh, five dollar tip, oh, really nice house." Maybe when he goes to that neighborhood, it's usually ten dollars plus, and he was either expecting that or whatever, you know. But still, like, you know, how do you feel, transparency or not? Like, how do you feel about him saying that? To- to the consumer yeah like how'd you well, feel when you like saw i that? like i said a little bit ago is he's not justified in saying that i mean you can yeah. it's america you got 
freedom of speech. You can say what you want, I guess. Uh, but you have to live with the consequences of that. And his consequences are getting deactivated. Apparently, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. he doesn't really probably need the DoorDash money. <laughs> yeah. If he's going to risk his account like that. But uh, I don't know. I don't I wouldn't do it myself. And yeah, um, I don't think that was a good move on his part. But, yeah. you know, I don't know everybody's life and everybody's situation, but <laughs> Well, you could have been lady. having a bad day. I've had bad day. I've wanted right. I've wanted to say worse to cons- to customers, but I haven't. You know, I mean, I think we've well, all had those may, moments. That lady may have gotten a redispatch from that restaurant because they forgot to send something. And yeah. I've had it where that's happened and the person tips me on a reorder that they already got most of their food from and they don't have to tip on that. Like, mm-hmm. it's not, it shouldn't be on the dasher to... Uh, have to take the hit on that that should be on the restaurant but you know right 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 that was so, if that was the case that's a generous thing to do like oh the restaurant messed up i'm still gonna pay my driver five right, bucks for this right what do you think about gig workers asking a consumer for an additional tip based on if we had to wait <laughs> longer or what what if you, do you have any experience doing that yourself like what are your oh. thoughts on what are your thoughts on that tony uh, I personally don't do that because it's just weird to me, but I know that if you're a salesperson and you thrive on that kind of thing, then, you know, mm. that's a challenge for you and mm. it might be fun for you. So, um, me personally, I don't, I wouldn't do it, but I'm not going to say that it's a wrong thing or a right thing for somebody to do. It's, I mean, yeah. it's their business. If that's how they have mastered making money, then uh, more power to them. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that. I didn't. Uh, my brain didn't go to the the sales part of it, right, or the calculated risk, because you know maybe as a, maybe he does it every customer, and if he does, if he's full time and he does twenty runs a day, and he gets two people to give him an extra five bucks, he just made ten dollars. And, yeah. you know, all, all he had to do was type something in a message. And most of our deliveries are, hand, are are leave at the door, most of them. So it's like it's not like he's seeing the customer and it's a confrontation. He's just asking. And if they give, they give. And if they don't, they don't. So interesting yeah. perspective. I, I didn't think about it. like. I that. mean, I do say thank you for your tip, even if the tip isn't that great. But, yeah. you know, sometimes yeah. I do get add-ons on the tip for DoorDash now that they added that option. And yeah, I, I actually think it's a really good option. Just adds on, yeah, as a rule of thumb for them. Or I don't know if it's because I said thank you, but yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know the the purpose because nobody ever says, "Hey, because you said that, I gave you an extra." <laughs> yeah, because you said thank you, I'm going to give you an extra dollar. No, but it right. doesn't. I, I think it's important for us as service providers because that's what we are. Whether you're driving a Tesla and picking somebody up from the airport, we're providing a service. Or you're picking up a pizza and dropping it off. It's a service. I think we need to be grateful and, and say thank you to the consumers. I think that's important. I really do. Right. And maybe we don't do it every single time because, you know, it gets busy, whatever. But if somebody's leaving you a generous tip or they were nice, they had thoughtful instructions at the delivery because maybe the house is not marked correctly, but they gave you thoughtful instructions and it helped you deliver that product. I think that that you know, we should be thankful for that. I, I I believe so. And I think it goes a long way. And I think a lot of consumers appreciate it. And it gives them more 
confidence in spending money the next time they place an order or the next time they want to get an Uber from the airport or from the bar or whatever. Um, I think it goes a long way. I really believe so. So, um, listen, I appreciate you coming on. Very, very, very excited about meeting you guys again in Denver and the experience of the Tesla and really looking forward to, man. We just got what? Uh, not even a month. Less than a month. Less than a month. Yeah. So, Basically, a month from now, we would have been two days past it. So, um, Tony, thanks, man. Thanks for being a part of GigCon and doing what you're doing. And and uh, stay safe. Sounds like you're out in the road right now. And be safe and hope you're making good money, man. Appreciate it. Have a good one. All right, brother. All right, the Driven Dad. All right, so I see the Matrix. I see Vic the Kid. And I'm waiting on Steve Rideshare Rodeo. He texted me. He's trying to get uh, some, some connection or some battery. So maybe he'll come on. He says he's got some things to drop for us. Before I bring the Matrix, he's the next one up. Uh, I want to stay in the chat just for a minute, show you guys some love, read some comments. Uh, Qualia says, I always text them or leave a message saying left at the front door, wherever I left it. Thank you for ordering. Enjoy. I like that because it's simple, but it's it's nice, right? Scooter Bud, what's up? What's up? They are not required to. I don't know what that means. What up, Jeff? What up, Achieve? Heavy Pocket, Shane, Brian. I see uh pedro marcos in the house shane instacart shekels michael javier what's up what's up hit that thumbs up guys appreciate that it's free uh dylan leonard always good to see you in here man uh some great comment love the combo okay so i see the matrix i'm gonna bring the matrix up mr bet on you what the yes that's my name don't wear it out what's up what's up all right let's add matrix to the combo the Matrix, how you doing, man? What's up, what's up? What's up, what's up? How was your 4th of July, man? I was busy. I worked uh, most yeah. of the day. Yeah, uh, yeah, about 320. It's actually busier the next day on the 5th, which was nuts. I didn't expect that Really? Interesting. Yeah, In, that that would have been, I would have been surprised by that too. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it was just so, like there was no, nothing, nothing correlated. There was no reason. It just was busy just happened that's good luck lucky day uh so what do you think man what you know five dollar tip on a pizza delivery asking consumers for more of a tip in in the text messaging what are your thoughts on that yeah i mean it's weird with tipping i've talked about this almost every time i've come on here i mean i, I delivered pizzas when i was like 16 17 years old and mm -hmm. i routinely got fivers mm -hmm. and i'm not going to tell you how many years ago that was but it was a long time ago and I mm. routinely would get three bucks, four bucks, a fiver almost all the time. It's yeah. been decades and we're still getting the same tips. It just mm. so that part of it, I, I agree with you. One pizza, it's $20. They tip you five. I think that's okay. I'm fine with a $5 tip. That's not, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Um, the, the, the entitlement word is kind of got me. It's, it, there is no entitlement. I mean, I've said this every time we own our own business, whether you go five hours a week, whether you're a part-time, uh, you know, single mother of three, whether you go 20 hours a week and you have a regular W2 nine to five job, whether you go 40 hours a week or 70 hours a week, when you get behind the wheel and sign on to an app, you are running your own business. There's no entitlement there. There's no state mm. minimum wage law there. You are in charge and in control of your business. And you get to pick and choose what you accept. You are an independent contractor. Like, let's just say you're a painter. You're a local painter and you get bids that come in all day long. Hey, 
we have something that for you to paint. It's 5,000 square feet. Here's the dimensions. Here's this, here's that. And then you calculate how many gallons of paint is it going to take? How many workers is it going to take? How many hours is it going to take? And you agree <clears throat> to accept the job offer or not. It's the exact same thing. We calculate miles. We calculate time. We calculate what's well, going to drop me off way out there in the boonies. I'm going to have to drive five miles all the way back. We mm -hmm. calculate all of it as a business person in with that offer. So, you know, entitled to make a certain amount, who the hell would ever tell any, any business person? Could you imagine being a painter and going to the mayor's office and saying, I demand I make more money because I'm doing X, Y, Z. Are you kidding? Then go get a job as a painter for $30 an hour. And then you're entitled to $30 so do you, So do you, think, do you think some drivers are entitled in a bad way? Yes. Yeah. 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 I mean, I, I, we all interact with other DoorDash drivers or Uber or gig workers. I interact with them every day. Some are cool. I have like a network of drivers that we interact. We fist bump every day. How, how's it going? Are you busy? Mm -hmm. And then I see just a bunch of turds. Also, every day, just absolutely. <laughs> so hold on. So, let me stop you there. What when you say turd? What is that? They're just in their slippers and their jammies yeah. and they're picking their nose and scratching their ass. They don't say anything. They get yeah. pissed off or they somebody asks them to fill a drink and they're like, "Nope, I don't fill drinks. Just assholes. Just yeah. you know, entitled, I, entitled. It, well, entitled. Yeah, that yeah. may be entitled. That's why I'm saying there bit. is no entitled here. We are out here. Mm. You own your own business, whether you like it or not or know it or not. You're ten ninety nine. You run your own business. You're not getting paid. There is no guarantee. You pick and choose each job, just like a paint, painting company picks and choose each job that they're offered. And, and you mm. do it based on how much money, how much paint you're going to use with us, how much gas, how much miles, how much mm -hmm. sweat. And, and and to me, I do a lot of shop and pace. I mean, I do almost 50% of my orders are shop and pace. I'd say, I'm glad you brought that up. I'd say about maybe 30%. I'm a lot. I'm prioritized in St. Louis, whatever the hell that means, but I'm yeah. saying, and most of them are good. Yeah. The last, I mean, I most did 20, I think I did 26 deliveries today and 13 were shopping pace. Yeah. Walgreens, I mean, CVS, Safeway. I like them Target. because the cash flow is good. And most of the time it's not a lot of items and I can get it done pretty quickly. So yeah, yeah. it's, if you go, let's say you take an offer and you go into a McDonald's, let's just say, and you wait 15 minutes. And it's a $7 order. Yeah, it's only going three miles. That's fine. Well, I can take a $15 shop and pay order. And in the same, same amount, amount of time, of time yep. that I waited yeah. at that McDonald's twiddling my thumbs, yeah. I could have gone and, and exercised a little bit, picked up six items. So it's just the time. I say it all the time. It's what can I do in a half an hour? What's a half an hour maker? Can I do a $15 half an hour maker? That's good. That paces me for $30 an hour. And yeah. the one thing that a lot of people don't understand is with every order you accept, there is an opportunity cost. There is a sunk cost. Let's say, and it's an average, let's say over a hundred offers that you accept, there is a time to drive to the location that you park, you walk across a parking lot, you walk in a store or a restaurant, you wait, maybe sometimes two minutes, maybe one minute, maybe 10 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's say the average is seven minutes. The drive is, let's say the average is, and this is an average, some is going to take more or less, is, is three minutes. Let's say the average walk back to your car, get in your car, get the order set in the bag, drive off, get out of the parking lot. Maybe that's three minutes, whatever that is. And then the drive to the customer and the drop off and the deadhead back. Let's whatever that average is for me. I did a test and mine was 17 minutes per delivery. 
Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. that gives you about three windows per hour for a 17 mm -hmm. minute block, a 17 minute block, which I think is average for that's about average. Yeah. Right. When it's, so, but, yeah. If, but here's the thing. If you're taking a $5 order, that sunk cost, that opportunity cost, which is time. I say cost, it's time. Time is money. money it's is about, time. it's going to be about the same, right? It's, it's going to be set. It's going to be the same. Yeah. If you accept yeah. a $5 order, your average over, let's say a hundred is 17 minutes. So you, you, you're expending 17 minutes to make $5 or you decline that you wait for the $9 order and you're going to expend the same 17 minutes on average for the $9 order. So, yeah. I mean, I, I went through my app and looked when you said you did 75 deliveries with 70, 70 or 70 deliveries. Mm -hmm. And I just started going through mine. How many did I do? How many did I do? And I've just gotten to the point now where I haven't done an order, not only without a tip under a $4 tip mm -hmm. at all. And I've got, I got tricked once like four, four or five days ago when DoorDash did a double stack, which I don't really like to do anymore because I hate what they've done. And I got tricked into a $2 tip mm -hmm. and I was pissed for an hour. See, I, I do, I'll do, I, I get a lot of double stacks and I mean, I mean, if they me, go in the same neighborhood, but man, that, yeah, most of the time they're pretty, they're pretty close to, I mean, I look at the, I've been looking at the cash flow of things. So I'm similar to you. I'm looking at how long is this going to take me? And then the only other thing is the only, only two things is where are the merchants? Are they good ones or bad ones? And then the third one is the drop-off location. Is it, is it in a good spot where I can keep moving and grooving, right? But if the cash flow for me is good, I'm on it. I'm, I'm just, I'm just on it. And I've I shifted, do. I just, I cannot, know. I cannot handle a, a low tip. And, and you guys talked about earlier with the adding the tips, the mm -hmm. only added tips that I've ever got, which is actually pretty frequent is mm -hmm. shopping pays because I'll text the person and say, Hey, you wanted the cherry. I don't have any cherry. Would you like another flavor of whatever? Yeah. And they're like, yeah. hey, thanks for asking. I appreciate it. Uh, yeah, I'll take a watermelon. And then yeah. lo and behold, I'll drop off and bang. Right on the drop off, it says your customer increased your tip by $4. Yeah. And yeah. it happens on only shopping pays because I'm interacting with them. And to me, that's the most luxury service of all. I mean, you're going oh, to shopping. Absolutely. Down yeah. the aisles, you're picking yeah. fresh fruit. You're looking for red meat, not crappy, spoiled milk. You're actually shopping for them, driving across town, putting it on their doorstep. It yeah. is the most luxury service of all. So when I, I do shopping pays, I can usually sniff out the DoorDash base pay and I, I just expect bigger tips. Yeah, no, the shopping pay. I do a lot of Target runs, Aldi, uh, Walgreens, CVS, a lot of Target, though, and I like it. Yeah. Usually when I'm going to Target, I'm going into I've been going in. I get sometimes it's like some food stuff, but it's it'll be just like a thing of dog food, some toilet paper. I've been going into the beauty section, picking well, up like hair dyes and makeup. Can and be like, tough because you can be spread across that it can. store. It can. Whereas with it like can. an Aldi's, you're pretty much food. If I'm it getting can. eyelashes and nails and mascara, I'm it like, could be longer. Man. Yeah. I mean, there's a thousand mascaras and I'm looking, there's I so always many. ask the lady. I always grab the lady. I'm like, can you please help me find this? Yeah, that's, that's just what you do. And it, but I, I do them because like, Okay, like if the ca like I said, if the cash flows right, and usually I'm dropping off to a neighbor, like somebody who lives close to that Target, at least in St. Louis. So like, it's eighteen dollars for six items, and it's three miles. Oh yeah, you best believe on like. Listen, guys, this is this is a little this is a good little segment we broke away from me and Matrix here. Now, shop if you don't like to shop, I get it. Try it though. Use that red card. I'm telling you, there are times between one and four p.m. when it's slow. 
I'm using my red card. And that is how I'm making, that's how I'm averaging 25 to 30 consistently, regardless of the time of day. It's because it's because of the red card. I'm telling you. For the time you invest in those shopping pays, instead of sitting on your ass in a McDonald's lobby, you could just kind of be, you know, it's not hard work. You're just kind of moving up and down some miles, four items, $14. You just, you have to, it's the time. It's almost to me to the minute. How many, how many dollars, how many cents, like yeah. per minute, you know, and here's one last thing I want to end with Pedro. And I don't mm-hmm. know if, if, if the audience knows this, there's about four point something million uh, door dashers nationwide, right? Mm-hmm. About 4 million, something like that. Mm-hmm. The average door dasher across the nation of that 4 million, if, if, if I could ask you to take a guess, makes what per hour? Uh. The uh, average, four, like four point three million dollars. Yeah, the average. The I I think the average is about fifteen dollars. It's seven dollars and thirty cents. Well, no, nah, that has to be from the base pay, though. You're talking about not the tip, right? All of it. There's no way that that's true. I just read it. The average DoorDasher. Look it up. Somebody nah, can Google it. I think it. I think the average DoorDasher across the country makes seven dollars and in base pay from DoorDash. That's, that's the money getting paid from DoorDash. I think that's I, I read base pay and tips. And that just tells me that most, you know, probably 3 million of those dashers just kind of F around with it. They're not, they're taking yeah, $2 orders. Low. They don't know what they're doing. You guys look it up. I, I looked it up twice and it was base and tips. That's well, uh, th- I have to look at that. Cause that to me is crazy. But that I mean, could also be somebody you know. has an active account and they maybe don't dash for a while or they go out for an hour and take one order. And yeah, then maybe, stop maybe. Doing it. But, I'm but just even saying, in St. Louis, if I, if I, if I took everything, I would make well more than $7 an hour. And if I, in essence, if I took every single order, regardless of the mileage, regardless of the pay, I would make at least it factors in a lot of rural areas where there's not a lot of people. And some people get sure. one order per hour for six fifty. Maybe Could there's be. way more of that. I was shocked, but I'm just yeah. saying you take that number entitled to what? Like, you know what I mean? Like that's, you're running a crappy business that a great deal of people are well, making if, a terrible if, hourly wage. Regardless of your market, I don't care if you if you are a DoorDash driver in a market and there's a thousand people where you live and all. And I was in. OK, I was in Bel Air, Michigan, guys, for Fourth of July. Some of you guys know that small town, northern Michigan by the lakes. There was a McDonald's. I turned my app on five dollar peak pay. OK, the only thing that I saw was a McDonald's. Now, there were other restaurants that could have been on DoorDash and they might have been in. There's one grocery store, but the only food joint that like I knew that was on it was McDonald's. Okay, five dollar peak pay. So it's probably a new market. I would have I mean, I I would even there if you're only making seven dollars an hour in Bel Air, you're going to do better panhandling. You're going to do better by knocking on somebody's door and asking if you could rake their leaves. Right. So it's it's up to us to like if you're making seven bucks an hour with DoorDash, I really want you to find something else to do. Like right. now, I know, you know I know that number is skewed. That's not like, oh, that people are making a living doing that. I know the number is yeah. skewed, but it's just I, I found it really interesting. It's like so you see that number and then you say, well, what are DoorDash drivers entitled to? Hmm. Nothing. You're entitled to what you can go out there and make and the offers and bids that you accept and how you run your business. Not entitled yeah. to anything. Again, if you want to be entitled, go get a W-2 job. 
then you're entitled yeah. to that hourly wage and, and and benefits and this and that and maybe PTO and yeah that's, that's things. yeah just go get a go get a W two right if you're out here yeah. grinding like we are you're not entitled to anything go eat what you kill yeah Matrix I appreciate you man uh, be uh you you're not working right now right you're done for the day no no yeah I usually stop about seven right on well have a good day tomorrow I'm gonna be out there grinding on Monday and I uh, wish you well and I'll talk to you next time man all right you too thanks all right brother. All right, all right. We have Vic the Kid standing by. I want to say in the chat just for a second, see who we got in here. Mad Hat, what up, what up? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, if you're making, listen, let me, let me say this right now. Any job in America, you should be making more than $7 an hour. Any job, any job. I don't care if it's your first job and you're working at, it doesn't matter. You should be making more. I mean, think about that. Seven bucks. Whew, that's crazy. I don't I, I I don't know. I have to look at that. But I, I think that I think now I think overall DoorDashers are closer to on average fifteen to eighteen dollars. And that's before expenses, right? And that to me is still low. I've always said if you're making fifteen or less, you're in the wrong field to work for food delivery because you, you haven't even factored in your cost. In, uh, in most markets that might be smaller, you, you got to be at 20 bucks, 22. If you're in a bigger market, you got to be 25 to 30 bucks. I really believe that because then you're going to take your expenses out, your gas costs and various other things. And then that number is going to go down. Right. But if you're anything less than that, it, it's going to be hard. It's going to be hard because in order for you to really get your gross up to where you actually have some cash flow coming in when you get paid at the end of the day, the end of the week. You're going to have, you know, you're going to have to work a lot if that's where you're at. Right. I just worked three days. I had the app on for 28 hours. I didn't work all 28, but that's what I gave the app. And I, I make I make good money, but I only worked three days. But it was a grind. I was out later than I usually am um, um, doing more deliveries than I have done in a while. But that's what I'm going to do for a couple of months. Right. And that's OK, because I look at the app as an opportunity. DoorDash is an opportunity. It's not a job. It's not a skill. It's not skilled labor. It's not something I'm going to do forever. It's not something that I love. But it is an opportunity for me to make money and grind. It's an opportunity. If I needed to have a bill paid tomorrow, I would not be going live right now. I'd be out there working, trading my time and some gas for money to pay my bill or to meet my goal. These gig apps are opportunities. And I really want more of us to start looking at them in that way, because my opinion is that is what, you know, we're all trading time for some cash and opportunity allows us to, and, and the DoorDash or Grubhub or Uber Eats or Instacart or Spark or whatever, Curry, Rody, uh, Instacart, Shipped, they all just give us an opportunity to trade our time for some cash. That's it. That's all, that's all the gig economy is. All right, let's get Vic the Kid in here, see if he's ready. Vic, what's up, brother? How you doing? Yo, what up? Can you hear me? What up? I can hear you. I, usually, I see you in the gas station under the bright lights, but I'm not seeing that. Right? Well, how about, how, how about yeah. See, that's what I like to see. <laughs> what's up, how, how was your Fourth of July, man? It was good. The money was good. Nice. Yeah, uh, the South End Cubs they had a Fourth uh, of July, and um, they did uh, fireworks. 
over there. So, oh, nice. Okay. That's yeah, awesome. yeah. So there, there was a lot of business there. A lot of people from Chicago. A lot mm-hmm. of people from you know Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. There's a, a lot of people are coming to the Midwest area. Yeah, yeah. Or especially Fourth of July weekend. You know, people want to be around water and they want to be in certain areas and doing certain things and stuff like that. So that's what's up. Glad it was good, man. So. Let me get your perspective, your opinion, your unique perspective and opinion on a $5 tip. Is that a good tip, a bad tip? Are drivers too entitled? What's going on with all these videos, these confrontations? Should drivers be texting consumers asking for more of a tip? What is Vic the Kid's stance on those things? Well, $5 is definitely a pretty decent tip. Yeah, you know, especially the pizza, bottom, right? Yeah, yeah, it was like a pizza. I was like, hold on a second. Like, that's pretty damn good, <laughs> you know? But uh, uh, when it when it comes to texting, honestly, I think that's kind of bad etiquette. Mm. Because I, in a way, I kind of treat this like a serving job. You're just getting the service up front instead of over time as you're eating. Mm. Uh, honestly, I think that's bad etiquette because if if you're in an area all the time just door dashing, people know who you are and they see you all the time. Mm. So, and if you give them good service, and and what I noticed too, a lot of people are adding specific things. Hey, can I have some extra sauce? Hey, can I, you know, can you put it on the side door? I'm, I'm seeing a lot of uh, in my area. There's a lot of people that have animals and dogs, and uh, in the morning, they say, hey, don't knock on the door, ring the doorbell. I have dogs, so bark. And I get this all the time. I set it there. I take a picture. I'll get like a $5 tip just for that. Yeah. It, it, you know, I don't have to text them. I, they don't even know who I am. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's because you care. They'll care to, 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 they'll care enough to actually at, give you more money, basically. Yeah, I, I think that, you know, and it's it's kind of it's kind of sad that reading simple instructions is, is like getting us extra. But but that's what it is sometimes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like people are simple. People are simple, man. I, I, I just had to order a couple hours ago um, at a rehab center. Uh, the guy because uh, I had an Uber order and the guy, you know, had directions. Hey, come to the front. Um, it was one of those orders that, you know, you had to put a pin. Um, but you know, he left his phone and he didn't know what his pin was. He's like, all right, all right. I got to go all the way back. It'll take me 10 minutes. I said, don't worry. I got you. What's the last for your phone number? Mm-hmm. And, and I put it in and I was like, all right, bud, I got you. You're all set. He's like, thanks, man. I'll make sure to tip you. He gave me 20 bucks, Ooh, 20 man. bucks. I was like, crazy, right? Yeah. Like, that's, that's crazy. I thought I was like, yo, that is crazy. I was yeah. like, just, yeah. just because you care. Other people who care about you. It's yeah. like every, everybody isn't a dick out here. <laughs> like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you just you just have to care about your job. You don't need to text anybody. And yeah. and and the problem with that too is you're you're really messing up people's mindset because all it takes is one. It just takes one, and then word spreads. Mm. And and then once that word spreads, it's a wrap. Well, <laughs> I'm glad. It's interesting you say that. It's a good segue. So I feel like a lot of these news articles, whether it's from the Daily Dot, the Inside Edition, ABC, TikToks go viral, what we make on YouTube, the content we create, it's it's this negative, like this driver did this against the consumer. This consumer was bad against this driver. You know, we've all seen it, right? 
But I feel like it's just all like pinning us against them. And I think consumers are kind of hitting this tipping point of like, man, like I tip and then I get bad service. So why should I tip? And then I, I leave a five dollar tip and I'm getting shamed because I live in a nice house. So because I have <laughs> so because I live in a nice house, I'm supposed to tip you more. I don't agree with that. I just don't. I think you should tip based on other factors. It, just, it doesn't matter. I don't care if you're a millionaire or you have no dollars in the bank. To me, sometimes the people with no dollars in the bank tip me better than the people that have money, you know, yeah. so like, I, you know, so let me ask you this. So anyways, do you think so? So if you roll up to a mansion or a really affluent neighborhood, are you expecting a bigger tip because of no. the no? OK, no, no, no. Uh, there's a lot of mansion in the Granger area um, mm -hmm. down in, in uh, downtown South Bend. Uh, so like. I, I have a woman all the time that orders by the Starbucks by her mansion. And sometimes she'll, she'll tip me, you know, a little bit more. Sometimes she won't, but it doesn't, it doesn't really matter to me because I know she's always going to be there. She will always be there. And she knows who, and the thing is she can't, she, she usually it's in the morning and she'll like, she won't come to the door. She'll just say, Hey, leave it at the door. Uh, because I, done with her so much mm -hmm. one time she actually opened the door and said oh hey Vontae how's it going I was like what <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> like, you were your, like she was your friend or something like that yeah 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 I was like, I was like yeah yeah like I was, I was like oh okay yeah you know you're the owner it's like yeah cool she's like I'll make sure to leave a tip for you yeah. <laughs> I was like you know and it's like all you have to worry about is the service I, i'm telling you it, and what i noticed about this job too this is a networking job it really is if, if you really think about it there this job if you want more money you have to get to put yourself out there not just not just with the service you have to put yourself out there that that's why why i keep saying with the skills part 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 of the skills is is being charismatic networking with people People know who you are. First impression is everything. That's what I mean by with the woman in the mansion. If, mm -hmm. if I give her the same service, good service every time, she'll, she'll tip you. She'll, she'll tip you. Yeah. And she'll know who you are. Yeah. You know, uh, I know I talked about a couple of business where I have a, a business where I just drop you from the airport to mm -hmm. other spots. There was a situation where uh, I had a, uh, uh, I dropped a guy off at the airport, you know, uh, the next day I was working out and uh, this guy came up to me and said, uh, hey, are, I think I saw you, you know, uh, for the, you know, driving service. And I was like, uh, do I know you? He's like, no, no. But uh, I was over by the airport and uh, I was wondering, do you take, you know, place to Chicago? And I was like, oh, yeah, dep depending on how much you're willing to pay. And yeah. and. We negotiated, and ju just from that, think about that. He mm -hmm. saw me giving a service, mm -hmm. he, and so basically, what he said, he went up to the guy because he had to wait like hours for uh, Uber, and nobody was showing up. <laughs> and, and and the guy was like, like, hey, who's that guy? I don't know who that guy is. And he gave him my card, and he said, call this guy. This guy's good, <laughs> and he actually lives here, and and he takes from drives from Chicago and back. It, all I'm basically saying is pe people remember you. 
They yeah. know who you are. First impressions <laughs> are super important. And I think that can even go to, for me, I even I even think it's more important when we're dealing with the, the, the merchant sometimes too, right? Like you're going in, your interaction with that counter person, the host, yeah. the art center, that really can pay dividends in the future. Because if you don't treat them right, they're going to see you next week and remember that you were ignorant to them or that you just shoved the phone in their face. Like, so I think there's so many different ways we can make an impression that's either good or bad. Right. Yeah. And, yeah. and we're not always going to make a great impression on everybody. Right. Not every interaction is going to be uh, positive and a home run and knock it out the park. But like we can control our emotion and how we treat people, how we treat customers, how we, you know, we can control that. And I think right now what I'm seeing is like so many people like, it's on it's just so negative and like people it's, drivers it's, are so entitled to a tip but but it's like they're the, the consumer is looking at it like well hold on i already gave you a tip or like it, it, I, right. how, much do you, how much do you really want for to deliver one pizza like how much am i supposed am i supposed to give you 20 dollars for a 20 dollar pizza like what what's but, but, you know what i'm saying but, it's crazy but, but that but that's where the whole livable wage what's a livable wage type situation comes along because it's like yeah Every city is different, every, and not just that. Every person is different. Every person have a different livable wage, and the problem with that is it, it, the entitlement is real. If, if 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 and people, the consumer sees sees that too. They're not stupid. They see how entitled people are, and 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 part of that problem is if you just go and and throw your entitlement out there, like I expect to get paid a certain amount per hour. Like my whole thing with that is that there you shouldn't worry about how much you get per hour as long as you give a good service. It'll be good some days, bad on some days. You can't mm -hmm. just expect like like in my area, I usually get about eighteen to twenty five. It's usually mm -hmm. a good spread out there. Okay. Mm -hmm. My whole thing is I can't get upset that I got about eighteen today. When I know more than often not because I've researched my area, hey, there's a couple events on here. I'm probably going to get like anywhere from like 25, maybe 32 bucks an hour on a Saturday. Like mm -hmm. I can't get upset with that. Is mm -hmm. you got to put in the work. Yeah, that, that that's what you got to do. You got to put in the work. Get get yourself out there. Network yeah. with people. People yeah. know who you are. Yeah, you just I like got to get out there. I like it. I like it. Let me ask you one uh, one final question, Victor Kid. So. What um, this is a little different, but, you know, we're, we're basically in the middle of the summer. Like share with us, like how has the summer been for you? What are you expecting in the next couple of, you know, next eight weeks as the summer comes to an end? Like, are you you know, what, what are you seeing out there right now? Give me a state of your market in the summer right now. Uh, in the summer. OK, so because I'm in a college town. Mm -hmm. um, uh. Well, for one, number one, since the Notre Dame, a lot of people are waiting for football. They can't, they can't wait for football, baby. Yeah. Like yeah. this is a foot. Like they close down streets. Yeah. <laughs> like well, Notre road. Dame's Notre Dame's very unique in that way. Those yeah, that yeah, 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 it's, yeah, yeah. And, and there's a lot of conferences, and be, uh, because Notre Dame's so global, mm -hmm. you get you get people from Ireland, California. Uh, I get people from London, you, you know, like this, they're all over the world and there's tons of conferences, whether it's history. Uh, I had a, there, I had a one talking about, uh, um, anthropology, mm -hmm. 
uh, looking at, you know, bones from, you know, different eras. Like there, there's tons of conferences here and it, and they do. And those conferences from what they tell me is mainly for networking, but you can also network with those people too. They'll know who you are. So yeah. I, I, I can make a lot of money that way. Um, a lot of, well, I said with migration here because it's che- a little bit cheaper down here. A lot of people from Chicago are coming over here. A lot of people from California is coming over here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't got cars for some reason. It's car breakdown season over here. Mm-hmm. So, so they got to get uh, around. They got to get to work. They got to get to an event. They got to get here. They got to get there. Yeah. Right, right, right. And guess who has a business that can get them around? <laughs> Ain't that something? Yeah. Huh. Ain't that something? Hold on a second. Did I just create a skill that can (laughs) that I bred the market and just and just get throw put myself out there and and if they don't want to use Lyft or Uber, say, hey, who who's this guy? Like (laughs) see see what I mean? It's it's like you guys gotta give yourselves opportunities. Read read the room. (laughs) Like so ba- basically, it, I, it, it'll be pretty good. I, yeah. I'll, I'll make a lot for, of money for you. You'll be all right. Yeah, I like. Yeah, that. I like it. I like that. Like I, I make three, four hundred dollars a day. I don't really care. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> man. That's crazy. You grind it, man. I love it. But, I always, but, I always, I always like your perspective and the positivity mm-hmm. and the go get attitude. I feel like you got a lot of that, like level up in you. You know, like you're always thinking about like how, what can I can control? How can I? make the money I need to make. Okay. I'm going to use my skills. I'm going to network. I'm going to use good customer service. I'm going to, I'm going to move differently than the other people in my market. I feel like that's what you do a lot. Yeah. Right? You're just doing things. Right. Other people aren't willing to do right. The, mo- so, like, the, the money's there. The money, yeah. I, I, what I keep saying, the money's there. It's just somewhere else. It yeah. a lot, like, like I said, people want to go from Chicago and back. So I, I'm getting a lot, you know, they want to go to Michigan city or somewhere up in Michigan. I get a lot of those. The problem is with Lyft in my area, uh, most people uh, don't have the credentials to go from, you know, Indiana up to Michigan and they don't want to have to drive all the way back. So that's a good opportunity for me. So is there any, is there a distance that you won't go or is it just, obviously, if there's if it's enough money, maybe you do it. But is there is there ever been a time where you've been offered a gig, okay, or a job opportunity, a, a, a ride, and you're like, oh, that's too far, like, where it didn't match? Have you had those? Have you done them anyway just to build that? Yeah, I, 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 I've done them. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I haven't done them. I haven't done them. But uh, I've had them you've had come up them. to yeah. me. And like I said, I, I negotiate a price with them, see how they like it. Yeah. And uh, I've had ones where it's like, hey, it looks like we can't get a deal done. But that's this business. That's a whole. Yeah, that, that, that's how it works. But, but if but somebody, came to, you, if, if somebody <laughs> came to you tomorrow and it was an eight hour run. So you're going from where you're at to, I don't know, Kansas City or Nashville. It's, let's say it's eight hours. Right. Yeah. Are you would you would you do that if it paid a right and then just do stay overnight somewhere or yeah. do the do the eight going heck back? Yeah. And say, you would do that, yeah. Heck, heck yeah, heck yeah, heck yeah. What like what? What you gonna pay me? How much? Where you gotta go? <laughs> <laughs> hey, but I got I got I got nut I got nothing else to do. Where where you gotta go? You gotta go here. Oh okay. How much you want to pay? Ooh, that's good. Where you gotta go? When? Yeah. T- yeah. T- 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 
that's what I mean, man. Like you gotta go get it. I'd almost, <laughs> I, I'd rather, you know, today I looked up how long it would take to drive to Denver, Colorado for the gig con. So I'm thinking, okay, am I going to drive or am I going to fly? And I was like, okay, it's like 14 hours, whatever. I'm like, okay. And I was thinking today, like, would I do a trip like that? And how much would I want? How much would I require to drive 14 hours, drive somebody 14 hours, and then to come back? So basically, you're talking two and a half days, right? Because you're going to stop. You're going to you're not going to drive 14, drop them off, drive 14. You can't do that. It's not safe. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, okay, like would I do that. And you know, you got to figure the fuel costs and things because that's going to come out. But I'm thinking, like, would I do that for a thousand dollars? And I'm thinking to myself. Yeah, I would do that for a thousand bucks. I mean, right. even, even if it takes me three days, I'm I'm done for the week. I made my thousand bucks. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Like, okay. Okay. Now you just made yourself a business idea. So yeah. a thousand bucks is worth your time from where you are to Denver. So right. that means you need to put you put yourself, you got the business plan. Now put yourself out there. You just might find someone that's like, you know, I'm I'm, I'm going to be a, I need to go around that area. No, it's uh, funny. Listen, hold up. I got I got to say this because it won't happen, but it's possible. So, I, I, you know, I'll rent a car and seats seven or so. Tell you right. Right. And I got my baby and my girl in the back. So I still got two, three seats in the back. I'm I thought yeah. I'm, a little, I'm a little crazy. I'm thinking, do I figure out who needs to go to Kansas City? Or Denver. Yeah. When yeah. I'm going to my, con- if I do, can I make five hundred dollars by taking somebody somewhere on the miles I'm going to drive already? Because do because I want remember- a stranger in my car. I'm like, well, I've had thousands of strangers in my car. Like, but do I want the stranger in my car or my family? I don't know. Maybe. But if I can, if I can figure out the right person from now until then to cover the cost for me to rent my car, then my car is for free, right? So I've, I'm already thinking about if I do that. How can I transport something? Doesn't have to be a person. It could be a supplies. It could be something, right? How do I transport something in the miles I'm going to drive anyway, and just do a little pit stop? So I'm going to wind up figuring out how I can do that in order to cover the cost of my automobile. That's kind of how yeah. I'm looking at it. You know what I'm saying? Now, and hey, I, know, I know you can appreciate that because you're a hustler. Yeah, you get yeah, it, yeah. You know? now, now, now you're thinking about some. Your your mindset is someone who's in control. Oh, if, if I want to, if, if I want to get somewhere, yeah, yeah, yeah. and there's a price, figure yeah, out to put yeah. put the plan together and figure it out. Find yeah. a way. Put yourself <laughs> out there. Hey, ain't that something? Ain't that, that's what like a couple of minutes of thinking about it. Well, hey, well you know, I just made a thousand bucks for going yeah, somewhere yeah. where I was already wanting to go anyway. <laughs> yeah. Ain't that something? Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, it's. It's. It's it's fun to think about stuff like that and kind of challenge your mind yeah. a bit to broaden just beyond a gig app or YouTube or like there's a lot of opportunity out here, but sometimes you got to go make it, you got to find it, right? And that's okay, you know. Yeah, you got to find. That's how businesses are. That's how people that make money are. You got to find the opportunity, knock on some doors, ask some questions. You're gonna hear a lot more no's than you are yeses. But hey, I might ask twenty people. And if yeah, I get hey. one person to say, "Yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take this product or take this person to Denver with me," it covers my automobile costs, and I just make like, money. So, you know, like, 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 okay. So what you can do is ask around your neighborhood. You know, the neighborhood you walk around every single day. Yeah. Knock on a couple of doors. 
put put some ad signs on there. Say, hey, anybody, anybody trying to go to Denver today or this yeah. week or a certain week? Listen, yeah. I'm, I'm I'm thinking about it. I gotta run. I gotta run it by Madison because you know I'm not gonna just put you know somebody in there. Yeah, yeah, no. I, but but it, it makes but sense. But the Yes, the concept is there, but that, but that's my whole, that's my whole point for people who think, oh, just fight Goliath and they'll give us a livable wage. Okay, mm-hmm. that's cool, but uh, you gotta make your remedy in the mud. <laughs> but uh, so what you gonna do? You go, you gonna wait for a couple of years, or you gonna try to get this money now so you can pay Randy in the mud? What you gonna amen, do? Man. I, 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 I'm with you one hundred percent on that, man. Yeah, hey, I, I appreciate the convo, man. I always like ch- ch- chopping it up with you. I'm glad we kind yeah. of talked about the little, the little other stuff. I think it makes for yeah, a uh, conversation. So, uh, uh, real quick, I, I know I talked to you or me- send a message for that YouTube, man. No, don't worry about Google, man. You're fine. I'll be all right. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I, I, I was a little hot for about 20 minutes. I was like, damn. And then I was like, you know what? This is a speed bump. It's three. Like I'm not. I, you know, it is what it is. I'll be fine. You yeah, know, dude. I, there's a lot of other ways you can do things and make money, and it's not like. And for me, I feel really good because I've been planning for something like this to happen. I always told myself, yeah. "Hey, DoorDash could deactivate me tomorrow. YouTube could go away. Okay, so you got to have money yeah. in the bank. You got to have a contingency. You got to have a plan B, C. So I'm, I'm good. We'll be yeah. fine." Yeah, that's why. That's why. That, that's why I said that man's like, "Hey, dude, oh, okay, they playing games." Yeah, I got you. I got you. YouTube. I got you. Google. Yeah. I'm gonna get some affiliate marketing. I will be fine. I get some yeah. Spots. yeah. Like I, I ain't gotta worry about it, bro. Yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> Appreciate <laughs> you, man. Hey, if you if you're out there, man, be safe. We're driving and and make that money, and uh, I'll talk to you next time, brother. Yeah, absolutely. Still waiting on dollar seventy five. <laughs> Been waiting. I've been, I've been waiting hey. for about three months. <laughs> I'm still, hey, I'm like, 100 bucks right here for you, bro. <laughs> Listen, man, I, people, you know, it's the internet. People like to say crazy things, man. <laughs> but, but right, he's man. a funny guy. I love him. Man. He is. He is. He is. All love. All love. All right, man. All right. Take care, man. Victor Kid, always dropping knowledge. Love. I got to make him a regular on here. I got to get him on here every week. Great conversation. Really, really, really appreciate it. Let's see what we got going on in the chat. I saw Hannibal still up in the piece. What up, Hannibal? Uh, let's see. Holly. What's up, Holly? Holly. Cali Exotics. Uh, Hockey PNC. I was near Tampa last year, just south of SRQ. Uh, what's Cali talking about? What's Cali? Get out of here, Cali. Deuces. I don't know what he's talking about. 78%. I don't know what he's talking about. Anyways, um, let's see. Yeah, good show tonight. Um I kind of like that each person came in individually, allowed me to just have a one-on-one conversation. What do you guys think? I enjoy the panels for certain things, but sometimes it's good to give somebody uh, their own screen time and their own uh, time to talk. Um, Because sometimes when we have the panel, you have people sit there and they don't say anything for 20 minutes. And I don't like that, right? But then sometimes when everybody's talking, that's not good either. So I'm trying to figure out a way to make it uh, an enjoyable listening experience because some of the feedback you guys gave me was when there's so many people on, it can be not enjoyable sometimes. So something that we'll play with a little bit. Um, these Sunday lives will continue. Um, this is a very important part of the channel for me. We've built this Sunday community of gig hustlers ending our week and starting a new week together. It's a great place for you guys to come. The live chats always pump in with good things, bad things, but it's a place you can come and have your voice heard, share an opinion, ask a question if you're a new driver. 
Um, and I really, really enjoy that. So I want to read a little bit of the chat. Let's see what we got going on here. I think there's some good things in. So I got a little bit more time. Let's see what we got. What we got. Please, nobody just go drive passengers on your own without an app until you research all of the regulations. There is a reason taxis and limos are expensive. Yeah, I, I hear you, XD. But when you're side hustling, sometimes, you know, calculated risk. But very, very, I appreciate that. The panel is good if you would put a timer on some on some certain people. Yep, gigwise. I feel that. I sure learned a lot from Vic the Kid. I like Vic a lot. Good guy, man. Good guy. I like his vibes a lot. I like the one-on-one. Haven't seen that since you used just uh, people calling. Yeah, back in the day. Yes. Krista, thank you. I, before. You guys remember before? I did it like the old uh, AM radio shows or whatever, right? And I would put my number. <laughs> people would text me. I'd call them. It was so cool. Very raw. I did not have the setup that we have. I didn't have StreamYard. But that's back in the day. It's two years ago or so. Um, year and a half, two years ago. Yeah. Cray Cray. What up, Cray Cray? I got to give you a mod. Hold on. I don't I, haven't, I don't give those out a lot, but she is a she was a channel member before all that went away. So uh, standard moderator. Cray Cray. There you go. Sorry, my computer died. I did send the most current average to pay. It's not seven. I saw it, Steve. I, yeah, it's got it's like 17, 18 bucks, something like that. Um, Mr. Bet on Bobby. What up, Marcus? Pedro, what's good, brother? I'm blessed, man. I'm good, man. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Still waiting for you to come down. Thank you for staying dedicated, Pedro. It would have been easy for you to walk away from us. You're a good. Uh, can't. Uh, I don't know if I'm a good guy, but I enjoy doing this. And, you know, I'm not going to stop just because we have a speed bump. I'm not going to pull the car over, take my keys out and throw them out the window and say, I'm not driving this car anymore. This is. I didn't like that speed bump. I don't like this roadblock. No, 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 no. Mr. Bet on you don't do that. We move the roadblock. We we go over the speed bump. It's life. It is what it is. I, I you know, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Appreciate you saying that though. Pedro, I need to source them so I think I could I want to say. Tony, I think Matrix might have been talking about the article or the information from um the NYC, the stuff that happened at NYC to get that regulation passed, there was groups of people saying drivers are making $7 an hour on average, but that was from the DoorDash pay. And that's why I have referenced that. And that's why that, that helped them get that minimum wage up in New York city. That's what, that's the article I had seen. Maybe that's the one that he was talking about. I'm not really sure. Um, it was from you. Yeah, exactly. That's, I, I remember hearing that and thinking that's a skewed number. They're not, that's not reality because they're taking away the tip money, which doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, pedal to the floor and hit that speed bump and get some air. <laughs> Chief heavy. <laughs> it was it was study that the city conducted. Yes. Yes. OK. Study. But it's but how many people? 500 out of millions. Like, you know, some of the studies can be a little weird. Right. Uh, Nick says, I just did 39 an hour for the dinner shift. Nice, man. 39, 39 bucks an hour in any market, any day of the week is absolutely fantastic money for this kind of work. Now, how can you do that 39 and figure out a way where you're also making money passively? That is the key. That is the key. That is the key. Um, good night tonight, guys. Listen, talked about the gig con stuff a little bit. We have a lot of exciting things happening there. Um, been a good it's been an interesting week you know didn't work monday didn't work tuesday didn't work wednesday worked thursday friday worked saturday i worked yesterday i haven't worked a saturday and i couldn't tell you how long like i legit think since my daughter was born 
And maybe there was one Saturday in there where I worked a little bit for a different reason, but like, yeah. And it was okay. A little, little slower than I anticipated, a little more downtime than I thought, but still made good money. Um, but it was a little slower than I, I thought it would have been busier at dinner. It was okay. But like, I thought it was, you know, Friday night was really good. Friday night was just stupid. Like I, between five and I think I was out till nine, almost nine, eight thirty maybe. I mean, it was every order. I'd drop it off. Another one come in immediately, or I'd have an order. And before I would drop it off, they'd send me one. And I haven't even dropped off the one I got. Like I had three and a half hours there, maybe almost four hours where there was literally zero minutes of downtime on Friday night. And I don't, I'm not exaggerating. And a lot, I wasn't driving around everywhere. It was just a good lucky night, call it whatever you want. Everything aligned and every order was good. Every order was good. I didn't have any bangers, no LOPs, but I had like 11, 12, 15 bucks going two miles. And that's all I did for four hours. It was really, really good. Super lucky, I guess, but I don't know. It, call it what you want, but um, you guys are great. Listen, tomorrow is Monday, obviously. Um, tomorrow is Madison's birthday. So this is what I need y'all to do for me right now, okay? All right. Um, if you could put, if you're, if you're listening on the replay, drop a little like celebration thing. If you're watching right now live, put a little celebration or happy, happy birthday, Madison, whatever. Um, tomorrow's her birthday. So I'm going to want to work a little bit, I think in the afternoon, because she has some other things going on, but we're going to, I got some things planned for her. I'm not going to say, right. Cause I don't want her to see this. Not that, not that she watches, but it is what it is. But I got some things planned and things I need to make with the baby, some things I bought, got a little dinner planned. So really looking forward to, to, to tomorrow. I'm going to make a little bit of money, try to probably go out and make about a hundred dollars in three, three and a half hours. That's my goal, um, for tomorrow. And then we'll hit the ground running again Tuesday. I'm going to work Wednesday. I'm going to work Thursday. I'm going to work Friday. Getting ready for GigCon still. A lot of things planned for you guys. Um, just remember, if you can't be a part of it in person for various reasons, and most people, I think we could. We, I, I I think we can get several hundred people if it wasn't a, if if it was like money's not an object and you know whatever and the flight or driving, people would want to come, right? Um, we are going to live stream it. If you can't be there in person, it will be live streamed on my channel and various other channels. Um, a lot of content is going to be made that you're going to see. It's going to be just a really good time, really good way to connect with people in person, network, get information from content creators, from companies, from insiders, from professionals. Here's some great stories. So it's going to be a really, really great time. So, um, yeah, damn, Madison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's uh, we're going to have a good day tomorrow. Right. For me, life is uh, I try to I'm, it's crazy. Everything's like I do a lot. Right. But like the little moments, life is about moments. Right. And tomorrow's going to be a fun day. And Ruby's kind of excited as she's getting a little older. Ruby, you know, she'll be two. So their birthdays are only separated by seven days. Right. The 10th and the 17th. So as Ruby gets a little older, she's starting to understand things. And today we went out and got some things from Madison. And I hope she helped me pick out some things and, you know, and like she's starting to understand stuff, so it makes it more exciting, you know. So, so we have a note. We have Ruby's birthday next Monday. So, like, this is a lot going on, but I feel very, um, I feel good, man. Even with all the crazy things and the haters, and I see people in the chat and people making videos, and like, listen, man, I can't. thank you. 
it's two basically we're two and a half years on youtube and i am just as relevant as i was last year or when i started and you guys still like watching for the most part and you still have a good time we're still rocking with your boy mr bet on you and it's because of all the love and all the hate and i i thank you guys for that because it just makes this community even stronger um because every view every comment ever all the engagement it, it just it it helps and i appreciate everybody out there you guys are fantastic i'll see you tomorrow i'm gonna make a video um i kind of have an idea what that video is going to be i'm going to be testing some things out now that we you know have a couple of months here where it's going to be like a little different on youtube i'm going to test some things out a little bit and take some chances with some different content trying some things and seeing what you guys think about it so now's the time to do that so be on the lookout Let's catch you guys tomorrow have a great night